2: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
6: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Radio.
3: It wasn't supposed to be like this. And we'll explain that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say, good morning, America. Yes, it's that time. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noe. I'm Andy Furman. Of course, welcome every single person to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Without further ado, my friend, my partner, they recently married. The genius himself, Brian Noah. Hello, B. How are you?
7: What's going on, Andy Furman? Good to be with you here. I got to say, I am alarmed, though, because what happened? what happened? our fantastic technical producer, Mr. Iowa Sam, he yes. was just telling me that he loves the drink LaCroix. It is horrible. There's nothing Ugh. but despair and just, I don't know, a combination of sadness and uh, deplorableness basically in every can of LaCroix. Do you ever get down with this stuff here? Let Andy? me tell
3: you about LaCroix. LaCroix, as soon as you mention that, it reminds me of tennis. And the Masters of golf, which I can't stand. It's highbrow. Really? He, yeah. You He's don't not like a the high, Masters? Yeah. No. I'm, this this show is the voice of a common sports fan. And the Masters has nothing to do with the common sports fan. May what? I say that here and now? Yes. Yes. Come on, please. You can't relate to an $11 million purse. You can't relate to, to golf. You can't relate to getting Wait, wait, ten wait a minute. You,
7: so you can relate to the purse of anything you want to throw out there. The uh, Daytona 500, the Super Bowl, it's the, the Daytona Pro 500 Bowl winning shares, get... the the winning what? shares to, to take down the Pro Bowl. Can you relate
3: to that? No, I can't. But I can never relate to to Daytona 500 because I'm getting dirt under my nails. Okay, it's a gritty sport. It, it's dirt. It's gas. It's fumes. It's, it's it's a common <laughs> man. It's wearing jeans and a t shirt. Okay, so wait, so you've never pool. hit the
7: local muni and played the par three course? Play, never happened.
3: I I play golf. I do, but I'm not a big golf fan. Golf and is th-
7: the common man sport. No, are, you it is. are you kidding Are you kidding me? Absolutely it the is. The common man everybody can't everybody afford go- to play golf. There are plenty of people that will go out in their 50s, 60s, 70s, any time, any age that they happen to be, and they'll go out and chase the little white ball for a little
3: while. Y- you're right, the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Okay, I want to get to the people that are 18 to 34,
7: and they're not playing you golf. You've got those people out there, too.
3: No, no, no look. It reaches
7: everybody. It is. It's. Listen, Andy. I'm not sitting here trying to say I'm Mr. Golf, but I'm just telling you. Like people are into the Masters, they're into the majors. Oh, there's no doubt. And in terms it, of a yes. sport that they participate in, what do what you do? You have like guys in their sixties get together for a nice Saturday game of tackle football. Does that ever happen?
3: Look, I understand what you're saying. I just don't think the majority of people, especially the majority of people that listen to our show or even any show on Fox Sports Radio, can relate that much to the Masters. They haven't been there. They don't go to golf events. They don't buy tickets to watch golf. They don't sit in the gallery. They just don't. We'll talk about it. We'll touch on it. But if I may, mm. if may it's interrupt for one second. May I defend myself for a second? Because it seems sure. to me every time I get on here, if following the one and only great Jonas Knox, <laughs> i got to defend myself, okay? Uh, Ralph, Ralph, I love Ralph. <laughs> (laughs) But Ralph does our updates in the bottom of the hour, and basically they were doing this little segment called The Scraps, which is basically sports stories that they don't touch on during the actual show. And there was a guy, I guess he had some cocaine tied to his hangy downs. And I I wrote down on Twitter (laughs) that cocaine and hangy downs is not a good combo. So I tweeted Uh out to Jonas Knox and also wanted to tweet it to Ralph, who mentioned it. But my... You know, in the speed of what I wanted to do so quickly, I just wrote, at Ralph. I didn't write out Ralph Orvin. So some guy mm. in Germany by the name of Ralph is getting this tweet. Now I'm getting some feedback and heat from Jonas Knox saying that some schmuck in Germany is going to read this. What in this? What is this hangy-down thing, right? That's what he's going to read. And now I'm getting a tweet from Justin Vance. What's the German translation of hangy-downs? I'm getting killed. I'm getting <laughs> beat up over <laughs> here. Real, that's the what's Jones. happening to me. I love but,
7: that you were just like going through it and saying, you know what, I'll, I'll include Ralph on this one. What's this handle? I don't know. At Ralph. At Ralph that, That's probably it. Yeah, we'll go with that, Ralph. Right. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah. Who? Right? Was that it? Was that what you thought, or were you just going too quickly and you didn't double
3: check I was it? going too quickly, and I figured, like, how many Ralphs are there in my Twitter deal? So I just clicked at Ralph, and I figured it would pop up. I didn't realize there's like 37 Ralphs, and the one I picked happens to live in Germany. So in the middle of the night, he's going to get a tweet about hangy downs. He's going to what is hangy downs? What is hangy downs, okay? Can we so get him on the show?
1: Us.
7: Yeah, I was about to yeah. say. Can we get at Ralph on the show, a- Andy, and maybe we could have a little conversation with at Ralph oh, and at Ralph Jeremy. Irvin. You know? Andy,
4: what what is your Twitter handle?
7: You
3: know, I don't even know. I think it's at Andy Furman FSR. There it so, is. So what?
4: So if that's your Twitter <laughs> handle, yes, take a wild guess at what my Twitter handle might be. At Ralph Irvin FSR. What a there it is.
3: Now wait a minute! Don't be making fun because I've sent you a lot of tweets. So this one mistake, you
4: know, I've <laughs> tweeted you before. You know that. <laughs> And here you just brought in some poor young man in Germany who doesn't know th- how you sexually. That's not true. He him. could be
3: a
7: porn star. He may very well be a porn star. You don't know. You just the don't know. Germans. Okay, I think it's just funny, man. I think it's uh, I it's, think it's one disgusting. of these mistakes. It's almost like you're trying to wiggle out of this mistake. This is I, a bad really mistake am. by you, Andy. The story you got of all my this life. mistake
3: here. It is the story of my life, wiggling out of mistakes. It really is. I mean, look, we have to also do this. We have to welcome back our guy, Daz. Daz is back. Robert Daz, money is back yeah. after a week. I don't know how we functioned last week. His birthday weekend. Yes. I know. Yeah. I want to hear a report. Can you give us a little report? What was the birthday? We hung over the entire weekend. Let's hear about that. Uh, absolutely. I'm still hungover
8: from last weekend. Really? <laughs> I'm officially old. I've never felt oh. the pain and headache that I had the, the following Sunday. So I'm glad I didn't have to come in here. And uh, I'm still oh, wow. feeling those ramifications today. How old are so. you now? Ugh, 27. And you can't bounce <laughs> back? What? What you say and you like can't now? bounce back from drinking. I can't. Shame on I can't. you. It's terrible. I was done by 1230, man. I didn't go any further than that. I'm an old man. Two the beers out of it. I know, wow. so you know. Sam can do all the fun stuff. He can do all the drinking, be working all the great stuff. How I old Sam?
7: How old's Iowa Sam? I'm 31. Yeah, and yeah Iowa Sam's You've Sam been drinking since you're 12. 31. That's right. he, he just yeah. battles, man. What's I wrong battle. with you, Daz? I uh, old
8: soul. Old soul over here. Shh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> At <laughs> least I, 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 I don't drink LaCroix. We're fine. Oh, that,
3: that, oh, that, that, don't come don't on, get me started now. with that stuff. Everyone and their mother loves LaCroix. My sister
7: loves LaCroix. I don't know what's wrong with her. It's just mother loves
3: <laughs> Sam takes the LaCroix
7: and mixes it with vodka.
3: That's okay. Ding, ding, ding. That's all right. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I got uh, yeah. to mention one thing. This is a very special day for for the Furman family. Can I mention that on this show? I know it's kind of like boasting. It's gotcha day. And you're going to say, what the heck is gotcha day? And, uh, and I always, Sam said, do I have a dog? Because the dog is like, that's what you call it, gotcha day? No. 21 years ago today, my wife and I went to Sofia, Bulgaria to... To adopt our boys. So we call this day Gatya Day. Today's the day we got our boys in uh, Bulgaria. So they're Bulgarians, but now they're Americans. And uh, so we always celebrate Gatya Day. So I just want to mention that. It's a big day in the Furman household.
7: All right? Well, that's Thank great. You. I'm glad that you mentioned that, Andy Furman. That's cool. Thank now, you. do you know their Twitter handles?
3: Yeah, I do. Yes, <laughs> I do. Gary yeah, and John. See, see, I, I'm going to have to live this now for the rest of the day today. Really? <laughs> It's unbelievable, really. Can we move on to, to your favorite sport, the Masters? I mean, why? Wait a minute. I rather wait a minute. I'd rather talk about Masters and Johnson than the Masters, really.
7: You know I love the NFL, Andy Furman. I can't have you misrepresenting my favorite my favorite and love The NBA, here, right? And the NBA. I love the NBA. I love hoops. Yes, yes. But uh, look, man, I've got love for the, the majors. I've got love for the Masters. It's the premium. It is the golf tournament of all golf tournaments. And yeah, I get it where it's the whole motif and the the music sounds like you got to sip LaCroix with your pinky out. They got the and, fake bird sounds in the background. Give me a break. Come on. Okay. Really. It's a little stuffy. I get it. But here's the thing, man, to get quality in life, sometimes you got to pay a price. Okay. And what's the price that we got to pay to get the quality of the master's? We got bird sound effects. You can't <laughs> yell dilly dilly. And they'll whisper in hushed tones. Okay, I'll deal with it. All right? Because okay. the right. quality right. is there. So let's not overlook it as if there's no quality. I will say this. The only good thing about the Masters, if you
3: ever saw the prices on the concessions, wow. I mean, really. I mean, they're, they're rock bottom. And that's a good thing. But the bad news is the average Joe, like you and me, or Iowa Sam, or Ralph, or, or Daz, we can't go. We can't go to the Masters. But I've seen the price list on some of those deals. You get a sandwich for like two bucks. I mean, really and truly, it's great. And I don't know why they've done that. They should rather really bleed the audience because they're highbrow people that go there. I, you know, you walk in the parking lot of the Masters, I guarantee you, every other car is either a BMW or a Mercedes.
7: I didn't realize how expensive it was. And, Andy, I am not the guy who complains about ticket prices. And I'm not even going to complain about the Masters prices. I just happened to look because – the lovely Christina and I—we were talking about going to the Kentucky Derby. So mm-hmm. I just looked on StubHub, and you can get infield passes for like seventy-five bucks, just general admission. Get you in the right. gate—you know, seventy-five bucks a piece—that's nothing. I looked at the Masters for day one; it was like seventeen hundred bucks per pass to walk around. If you around could get a pass, there.
3: there's a lottery for those passes.
7: I could it. not believe. I had no idea it was that expensive. But look, man, that's the going rate. It's prestigious. There are a lot of people with dough that will willingly pay those prices, so it jacks it up. And it's it's just the going rate, man. It's what they should do. I look at it the other way around. It's not just from a fan's perspective. And Oh, my gosh, this costs so much. If I was the other guy and I had all of these fans willing to pay these prices, would I just out of the goodness of my heart say, no, even though you're willing to pay seventeen hundred. We'll call it 70 bucks for you to get in the gate. No, it's going to be 1,700 if people are
3: willing to pay it. You know what? If I had the money, the disposable income, $1,700 to say on my bucket list that I went to the Masters, maybe I would do it. I'll tell you why I say that. I was sc- scanning the internet the other day, and we have a minor league hockey team in Cincinnati called the Cincinnati Cyclones, and they made the playoffs. Big whoop! I haven't gone through a game in two years, and I just happened to notice <laughs> on their website they're selling. the Do you know their tickets. Twitter handle, by the way? I have no Sorry, idea. Sorry, I didn't mean no to idea. sidetrack. That's okay. you okay. uh, want to take a guess how much playoff tickets are for? Like this bottom of the barrel minor league, league hockey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're playing the uh, Fort Wayne Comets next week in Cincinnati, <laughs> and they're selling tickets. I just have to look at the ticket. I thought the ticket price was like seven bucks, eight bucks, thirty dollars. Fort Fort Tom, um,
7: it's they're they're kind of like the Tiger Woods of this circuit, though, right? The you got to take that into account when you're thirty talking about bucks ticket for a prices. ticket. Ralph, what's up, Ralph? Come on, buddy.
4: Well, the key factor is you're talking about a secondary market. This is the most valuable ticket in sports. the The face value of a series tickets, which means all tournament rounds, four days, yeah. is three hundred seventy five dollars. Mm-hmm. That's actually quite inexpensive, considering what it is. Wait a minute, wait a
7: minute, wait a minute. You can get a pass for that much for well, all
4: 4 no, days? No, that's how much it costs whether or not you can get it is another right, issue. Right. But yeah. the point okay, that's being face is value. The well, face well, who value. face value about Super Bowl? face value. Well, yeah, but the face value of Super Bowl tickets in comparison is much higher for one day. Who cares?
7: Well, who cares what face value <laughs> well, but, but, is? It's but, all
4: about what you have to pay. No, but this is the the point is they're not setting the high price. The market is setting that high price. Right. The masters does okay, not charge great. a high price. It's so supply what? and demand. Well, you're right. right. The point yeah. being is you can't you can't complain about the masters ticket price because they don't set the price that you're paying. They're. I'm saying first a very off. I'm not price.
7: complaining about it. I'm just no, stating was. it. That I'm I can not believe it was that no, I'm not complaining. I'm
3: just stating a fact that, as my partner, Brian knows, I'm saying that if I had that disposable income, I'd put it on my bucket list and I'd love to go. I'd love to say I've been at the Masters. There's certain events that you want to be if you love sports. I've been to the Derby several times. Well, I live in Kentucky, so I've been to the Kentucky Derby. But there are certain events that I would love to go to. I've never been to an NBA Finals. I'd love to go to the NBA Finals. Some things I like to do, you know.
4: No, that's the only thing I wanted to point out is, you know, I mean, that's the funny thing with golf is – it's probably the cheapest ticket in sports across the board. It's whether or not you can get them. Right.
7: Exactly right. right. We got that. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs>
4: that's, well. I didn't know that needed to yeah. be explained.
7: You know, when he's here, talking sure.
4: about high ticket prices.
3: You know what? After hearing that, I'm glad I didn't tweet you. Really, I really am. I'm glad I'm glad the guy in Germany got the tweet instead of you, because I have no idea what you said, but we're gonna move on. I tell you, well, we got a big deal to go today. I don't know where we're started, I don't know what we're doing, but we're gonna continue on. Brian No, Andy Furman, of course, we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This hour we have Bronx Sports Talk. You think this was crazy? We're gonna hear that. The blame game and bottom barrel betting in hour number two, followed by our guy, Alex Marvez de chic from Fox Sports Radio. He's our NFL insider, he's also with the sporting news and of course my guy brian no and nose picks we got it all for you don't go anywhere you can get to us at 877 99 on fox if you want to have if anybody has a ticket to the masters i want to hear it 877-996-6369 and i'm afraid to go here but i will twitter handles at the note show noe show at andy Furman fsr okay the once champ joins some elite company that's next the germans He's the wild card of all wild cards. That's coming right up. 20 past the hour, we call it Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah I'm Andy Furman. Of course, we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And, B, before we roll on, I know you got a couple of tweets. I have to defend myself. You know what? I made a mistake, and some schmuck on Twitter is saying I'm trying to wiggle out of this thing. Did you get that tweet as well?
7: Yeah, I got this from Matty G. So Who the hell's is Matty G? Tweets. Maddie G is a loyal listener, all right? You back off when it comes to Maddie G. He writes, live look at Andy Furman wiggling out of his mistakes. And it's just a picture of Homer Simpson, who looks like he's getting a physical. And his arms are raised, and Ugh. just his midsection, the blubber, is just jiggling. So it's no! a funny funny gif right there. I like that. That was good. That was humor by Maddie G. I understand that, but I'm not trying to wiggle over anything. I made a mistake. I cl- I clicked Ralph...
3: And I thought it was Ralph Irvin and some guy in Germany, but the name of Ralph got the tweet. That's what we're doing, and it's going to haunt me for the rest
7: you gotta of the today. You've got to let us today. know if this guy responds. I you got to let will. us know. Then I got a yeah. tweet
3: from Just Josh. Damn it, Andy likes to attach bags of sweet and low to his Wiener Schnitzel. I mean, because <laughs> ra- because Ralph Ralph scraps. Story with Jonas Knox was some guy attached cocaine to his undergarments, right? To his uh, to his hangy downs. Hey, hey,
7: by the way, quick story, Andy Furman. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to derail you, but I thought this was funny. I think this is should. a true story. The other night, I don't know, a few nights ago, I had a nightmare that the lovely Christina was going to leave me for Jonas Knox.
3: That's more than a nightmare. That's like a horror story, really. That would never yeah, happen. Yeah, like and I time. was just
7: pleading with her in this dream. I was like, no, no, don't no, don't do this. I can't remember. It's just bits and pieces. It's all foggy. But I woke up remembering that. I hardly ever remember my dreams. I remember the lovely Christina threatening to leave me for Jonas Knox in a nightmare. That will never happen.
3: Really. Okay. You know, I, I, I would appreciate leave my wife. The assurance. No, I would leave my wife for you before your <laughs> wife leaves for Jonas <laughs> Knox. Really. That ain't happening. Deal. I like, deal. Fire the, I with like no that hose. deal. Yeah, yeah. Move on. By the way, our good friend, our loyalist. You about know loyal listeners? We have one in the great state of West Virginia. His name is Richard. He's on the line. Richard, good morning to you, courtesy of Brian Noah and Andy Furman on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Rich. Hello, hello. Your Bogan says hello. You What's know when they on? have uh, you talk about it, getting a ticket to the Masters. Yes. I don't think if somebody gave me a ticket,
4: I would go.
7: I can't see anything whatsoever interesting That's- about it. it's prestigious. We're talking history here. The Golden Bear walked those same courses, right? Rich, How can I'm gonna you not see anything yeah. prestigious about it or interesting?
3: Rich, I'm going to say something. You know, you and I have gone around and around over the years, but I'm going to say this to you today. My hand is on my heart. If I had the opportunity to go to the Masters with you, or go to some bar, some dive bar in Morgantown, West Virginia, and, and have a couple of beers with you, I'd rather go to the bar in Morgantown. Oh How's that?
7: Gosh, you guys, I don't know what your deals are.
3: Except
5: yeah. I live in Wheeling. I don't live in Morgantown.
3: Same thing. It's the same thing, really.
5: It probably is. I mean, going to the you, I heard you say you went to the Kentucky Derby. I would Certainly think yeah. that would be interesting, looking at all the women in their hats. And, no uh, doubt. Yes. all that stuff that the
3: <laughs> the Indianapolis 500 I'd love to go to that
1: I've been go there a couple of things. times radio oh,
2: rich it's a good go time
3: Yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
3: I'm, I'm with you. You know, I hear I hear what you're saying, and uh, you make a great point. I think the average the average Joe on the street, the guy who takes his lunch bucket to work every day, cannot relate to the Masters. But we're going to talk oh, about the Masters. And no,
7: they- no, it's not true. It's not true. I think it's, it is. It's just golf. That's the thing. I understand it's highbrow. I understand you got to sip your drink with your pinky out and all that. It's just ritzy beyond belief. <laughs> and drink Lacroix. But it's golf. At the end of the day, it is golf. And that is the easiest thing to relate to. It really, in terms of you playing the game, that is the sport that you're going to play throughout your life way more than the other sports. It is. It
3: is a sport that those can play in their later years, and certainly much business has has been conducted over the years on golf courses. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt. But people growing up do not play golf. You know, kids are on the playground; they're playing basketball. Uh, Growing up in the streets of Brooklyn, they play stickball. That's basically it. I mean, golf, and and look, this is a great line from our executive producer. That's why we missed him last week. And he says golf is easy to relate to because everybody sucks at it at one point in time. It's true.
7: (laughs) I mean, you play the game. That's why you have the appreciation that you do because at some point or another, whether you go out there at the local Muni or you go to one of those, what is it called, Top Golf, where they have the driving ranges and all that, you know, uh, you, you've picked up a club at some point or another, and you realize how difficult it is to do what they're doing at the Masters or any of these big-time golf events. You know, so you have a, an appreciation, a, a bigger, a greater appreciation once you know how difficult it is. Yeah. Why are you hating on the Masters? No, over I'm not. Here?
3: L- Let me tell you, you know, and, and now maybe this is going to put a, a whole different spin on it. I think that people go play golf. It's a recreation. It's not a sport. It's not like we're going to compete. We go out there to kill a couple hours, get either a bucket of balls or go shoot nine or 18 holes. And now what people do, because it's very expensive, admit that. You know, if you're a country club kind of guy, that's one thing. But even a public course, it's going to cost you money. You want to get a cart, you want to get the balls, you got to get clubs, no doubt. I think what people do today instead of playing golf, and now you're going to laugh at me, they go to the shooting range. That's what they do. People have guns now. You know, 10, 15 years ago, that many people <laughs> have, had, had guns. Today, they have uh, guns and they go to the shooting ranges. I've seen them popping look, up all over
7: the place. I, fine. Shoot. Okay, but let's not act like nobody golfs. That's well, all I'm I, saying I is. Look, I, I get that it's highbrow. And in this day and age, the Masters, it's just stuffy. It feels exclusive because it is. It's not inclusive. It's not like, hey, there's a party. You're invited. Come on, let's have a, f- a fun time over here. It's like, Wait a minute. Let's see your credentials. How much money do you make? Do you drive a Volkswagen, a Rolls Royce? It just, it's got this weird feel to it. There's it no does. doubt about it, but you can't take it too far because it still is, it's the best tournament that we got. There's no, nothing I'm that with trumps it.
3: But you know what? There has been a statistic, and I wish I had it in front of me, and maybe uh, during the course of the show we could look it up, that many golf courses have closed over the last five years.
7: Really? They have. Yeah, sure. It's, yeah.
3: Right. The way it is. That's just the way it is. It really. Is. And by the way, we do have to mention the fact that there's Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy going head to head today in the finals, which basically changes the dynamic. Certainly changes the dynamic because you know coming into the tournament back on Wednesday, you know Tiger Woods, who hadn't competed in the Masters in three years and won it four times, you know everybody was saying that this guy could be the favorite, and, and that's why the people are delusional. He wasn't going to be the favorite. He wasn't going to win it. I mean, the fact that he's in it. And, and participating in it, I give him a lot of credit. I give him a hell of a lot of credit. But you know as well as I do, I know you're very, you're very smart. You know, that's why I love, it. I,
7: I envy you. You knew that Tiger wasn't going to win it. No, Tiger wasn't going to win, no doubt. But I mean, look, it's one of these where he played very well the three tournaments before the Masters, so it wasn't the dumbest idea on the face of the earth to suggest or say that Tiger was going to fare well at the Masters. He just hasn't gotten it done, you know? But it's not as if this dude was finishing 100th in the three prior tournaments and was nowhere near anything and people were like, oh, he's going to win it. They had reason to buy in, you know? Right, but he's right. been disappointing so far. There's no doubt. Plus four, he's he just hasn't put it together. So, yeah, he's nowhere in contention, man. You have to take an act of God for him to get anywhere in contention. It's just not going to happen. he made the cut. Really? Right. I will say but this on, much. Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, Andy.
3: No, I was just say says about Tiger. What I've noticed, you know, in the tournament right now, he's been very content. You know, after a bad round years ago, he wouldn't talk to the media. He wouldn't even have, conduct a news conference. Right now, he's talking, talking to the media, uh, and I think that he is, I guess, realized that he's just thankful that he's participating, thankful that he's healthy, and he's just content that he's playing in the Masters. It's a different Tiger, and no one's talking about that. That's what they should right. be talking about. It's a different personality we're seeing.
7: Well, it's a different appreciation. He's battled for so long, and he's had all these surgeries on his back, and now the spinal fusion and all this serious stuff, you know? So he's got a different appreciation for getting out there and battling, and he missed the ma- the Masters three out of the last four years. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a different deal for him. I'll tell you what, Andy, because I think you need a little bit more to get into the Masters today, the final round, so – if the Masters itself isn't doing it for you, maybe this will add a little bit to it, all right? The lovely Christina and I have a bet on the Masters. Yes. And so I've got Rory McElroy to win it. She's got Mark Leishman to win it. So if either of those things happen, if I win, she dresses up. If she wins, I dress up. So That's a stupid bet. It's not a stupid bet. bet you one, no. What, what's if wrong with that? If you win,
3: you should take your clothes off, not... not- <laughs> You just got married. What are you getting dressed up for?
7: You should get naked. That's what you should do. Well, I mean, eventually, Andy, you got to uh, – there are steps here. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's one of the things there. Now, I – if you're curious, Andy, yes. if you say, well, yes. what do you dress up as? I go personally with a Norwegian tour guide feel, and it's – you'd be surprised. You know, there's yeah, yeah. there's a wow factor with this thing, you know? So – if Leishman gets it done, I got to dust off the old outfit there. But if Rory McElroy gets it done, it's a good thing for me. It's good. So I- I think you're keep in that good shape, in mind though. when Rory McElroy is going head to head with Patrick Reed over there.
3: I think you're in good shape, though. I really do. We'll see what I happens. I got a
7: chance. I got right. a chance. By
3: the way, you got to get to Hooters. Maybe you'll watch the Masters in the Finals at Hooters today and try new smoke wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many. Hooters, yes! Lightning hit this team twice. That's next. But first, let's go to
4: Ralph Irvin. Yes, Ralph, for the latest. Well, thank you very much, Andy. And for the record, 211 golf courses closed in 2017. Thank you. Another thank you. 150 to 175 expected to close this year. So... The industry is what it is. It goes up and it goes down. On the Major League Baseball scoreboard on Saturday night, the Dodgers fall to San Francisco 7 5 in 14 innings. Andrew McCutcheon 6 of 7 in the game. Four RBI, three of them coming on a game winning home run that ended it again in the 14th. Cincinnati beat the Pittsburgh 7 4. Colorado. A 3-2 win over Atlanta. The Rockies score the winning run in the 10th inning on a bases-loaded walk. Philadelphia 20-1 over Miami. St. Louis beats Arizona 5-3. And the Mets go to 6-1 with a 3-2 win over Washington. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. At the Masters, Patrick Reed is the leader at 14 under par, three strokes ahead of Rory McIlroy. And in the NBA on Saturday night, Oklahoma City beat Houston 108-102, and Denver ended the L.A. Clippers' playoff hopes with a 134-115 win at Staples Center. Back to you.
3: Thank you so very much. You know, one star the season... And one ended it. We'll explain that in just about a minute. Brian, no Andy Furman. Fox Sports Sunday. That's the show right here. want to welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to geico.com. Or you can call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And by the way, Bronx Sports Talk in Mm. about 13 minutes from now. Isn't that great? Isn't it just wonderful?
7: We let our hair down.
3: What? What do you mean? What?
7: We let our hair down, man. We do let mean, it flow. B- Bronx sports talk, we just, uh, there are no uh, limitations. We just go for it, right? Oh, We're crazy. No, We're off the wall. It's a lot of fun. No Get your filter. popcorn ready. No filter. Yeah. That's what no. I love.
3: I'm going yeah. to move away from the golf because we've kind of beat that to to a pulp. Really
7: yes, have. you've crushed it. You yeah. did the people's elbow okay. on it. Yeah, you a did little. the figure four leg lock in uh, <laughs> in light of WrestleMania tonight, right? And with Ralph healthy
3: with the with the statistic of the golf courses that are closing. But you know, that's a different. That's economics more so than the game itself. But hey, it happens, you know. But now to your sport, basically the NBA and it's playoff time. And honestly, if you are a fan of the Boston Celtics. Man, you got the kiss of death twice. Gordon Hayward, the first game of the year, season-ending ankle injury. That was on opening night. That was ugly. And now Kyrie, or you call him Kyrie, me Kyrie Irving out with that procedure to remove those screws from his patella that was put back in there in 2015. I wonder if they could sue the doctor. He must have screwed up on that, that uh, operation, I'm sure. I mean, come on. You put the screws in, now they got to take them out to repair it. What happened? Really, what happened with that operation?
7: Basketball happened to it. <laughs> like that's the thing, man. Just because you have one operation doesn't mean your your knee is bionic for life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, yeah. it's just wear and tear. That's the way it goes. So, but I mean, look, you look at the Eastern Conference playoffs. I hope it's Sixers, Cavs, Eastern Conference Finals. That would be a fantastic matchup. And there isn't anything that's better than that going in. There's nothing that I want to see more than Embiid and Ben Simmons and the trust-the-process Sixers going up against LeBron and company. Well, they what what else would you put Friday ahead night.
3: of that? What a game Friday night that oh, was. Oh, it was unbelievable. 132-130, you know, unreal. Yeah. It really was. But according to my calculations, and I may be way off here, the 76ers will probably be playing Indiana, I think, in that first round.
7: Well, it depends how the seeding yeah. Shakes out, they wouldn't right. play them right now. They would play either the Heat or the Bucks, depending on. Well, the Cavaliers on... may play the Pacers. They may. Play the, the Cavs Pacers. would play the Pacers right yeah. now, but yeah. it just depends. It depends because the Sixers are only a half game ahead of the Cavs right now, and there's a couple of games to go. So they haven't. The Sixers haven't clinched, clinched that three spot yet. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. but we're we'll close. We'll know for sure. In the West, the West is just completely jumbled up. It was a huge win for the Thunder last night, just trying to get a playoff berth. But all these teams are bunched up. And on a personal note, Andy, I took the season-over win total for the Denver Nuggets at 45-and-a-half. They caught fire these last handful of games. They got a five-game winning streak. I didn't think they'd hit the over. So basically, they got to win one of these final two ball games for me to hit my season-win total. Right? They won
3: five straight, Denver. They're going crazy. They eliminated the Clippers last night. It was like a 134 to 115. So they're rolling right now, Denver is. And uh, you talk about that West, Oklahoma City and New Orleans, I think they're both 46 and 34 and uh, seeded three through eight. I mean, right there, anything could go. You could just put the names in a hat. And get him yeah. out of there. So it's pretty good. That's a pretty good deal right now. Let's we'll see what happens. Yeah, Blazers
7: but- have 48 wins. They're in third right now. And Denver's on the outside looking in. They have 45. This is three wins separate the third seed from the ninth seed. <laughs> it's crazy what's NBA's going on in gonna the West. NBA's going to be happy with that. Now, this is something that
3: you'd like, really. Uh, after the news with Kyrie Irving with the Boston Celtics, the odds at Westgate Las Vegas Superbook dropped from 20 to 1. To 80 to 1 for the Celtics to win the NBA title, and 9 to 2 to 20 to 1 to get out of the East. So that's how much Kyrie means to the Boston Celtics. Look, you got to believe that. And you know, some crazy
7: dork who wears Celtics PJs to bed (laughs) is like, hey, uh, 80 to 1. If they win, that'd be a great payday. How many times does Vegas take these bets from these morons that bet with their hearts? <laughs> they just just rolling their eyes, like, "All right, cool, we'll take your hundred bucks, I guess." Idiot. I think the
3: average guy who makes a wager is one of those guys that bets with those uh, PJs on. I really do. Oh, gosh. the high rollers are the ones that basically I think you know do a little bit of studying to it. Really?
7: Well, I mean, look, it's remember that story just a couple of weeks ago with the the eight guys that met in Vegas and bet on UMBC. And they ended oh, yeah, up winning yeah, yeah, $16,000. bucks. you are not betting on UMBC <laughs> unless you went to UMBC and your buddies are convincing you to bet on the Retrievers. So sometimes betting with your heart does pay off, but there are other times where if you're putting anything on the Celtics winning the NBA championship this season, like you need therapy immediately. Yeah, and I think a lot has to be
3: mentioned to the success of what Brad Stevens has done you know, this season, what he's done with that Boston Celtics team. Think about I mean, this guy, when he left Butler to go to the Boston Celtics, I was scratching my head So he did a hell of a job with Butler. There's no doubt about that. He went to the finals Twice. Twice he went. I mean, from Butler, are you kidding? Then he got the Celtic job. I said, wow, how in the hell did he get that deal? And I said, is he going to fail? Because sometimes a college coach just does not make it in the NBA for whatever the reason. You know, just the the schedule, the, the whole deal. I remember when Patino went, he was doing that pressing for 48 minutes. Those pros are not going to press mm. for 48 minutes. That's why he failed. But Brad Stevens has done one whale of a job in the NBA.
7: He has. It's funny because the injuries, and there have been some random scenarios for them not to go far in the playoffs. Injuries this year, uh, you know, competition. Other years where yeah. they weren't expected to, they've always exceeded expectations under Brad Stevens. But at some point, we're going to look at this guy and say, whenever they're healthy, he needs to get it done because we've given him Mulligans and deservedly so to this point. But if Kyrie Irving, if Gordon Hayward are healthy next year, and I hope they are, the win's got to follow. Because yeah. although he's exceeded expectations, that's all in the regular season. And pretty soon we're going to start looking at him like Mike D'Antoni if he's only doing things in the regular season and doing nothing in the playoffs. We're not even close to being there yet. Let's let his team get healthy and let them be the favorites in one of these series. And if they come up short, I'm just telling you, that's the way we're going to look at him. Well, you
3: may want to put the voodoo on Brad Stevens, and that's fine. But you know what? The voodoo's already going on Kyrie Irving because comparing him now to Derrick Rose. that That's the story right now. The whispers going are out too there. too far. The whispers yeah. are out there. You know that. You've heard them too, right?
7: Well, it's going too far if you're going D. Rose. D. Rose was chronically injured all the time, and he was too careful with coming back. It's smart for the Celtics to shut down Kyrie Irving this season. You got no Gordon Hayward. You're not going to do anything of note with Kyrie who isn't 100%. Why would you risk it? Right. So it's smart to shut him down, even they know where they stand legitimately in the pecking order of these NBA playoffs. So I mean, it's it's a smart move by the Celtics. It's a long-term approach to say, alright, you're not 95, you're not hundred percent. Forget that, man. Why? Why take a risk like that when the odds aren't in our favor? Well, I think it's a medical
3: situation. I don't think the Boston Celtics on their own were shutting him down. And they, initially, they didn't think he'd miss the playoffs. So he'd be back maybe for the second round. So yeah, if you if you announce that to your paying customers, to your fan base, we're shutting him down. That's almost like putting up the white flag, like we're conceding. We're not going to win. You you, can, you just can't do that in this day and age. I just don't think you could do that to fans. You just, it's like slapping them in the face. You can't do it.
7: Well, it's an easy out because he's just not ready right Right. now. But even if he was, let's say he was 95%, could give it a go. He's not quite where he would be, but we think he's going to be medically all right. Even just we think he's going to be all right. Why? Why push it? Do you think you're going to win a championship this year with Kyrie, who's not 100%? It's not happening at all. You're telling me you wouldn't consider that whatsoever?
3: I think that the medical people can, uh, and the Celtics as an organization can say, medically, we've been told by our medical people that he can't participate. That's what I would say. That's what they're going to play. That's the card they're going to play. No doubt about that. All right. We're moving on right now because it's almost time. It is almost that time. It's Brian It's Andy Furman live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And it's like talking sports in a foreign land. Bronx Sports Talk is freaking next. Oh, baby, Bronx Sports Talk coming right up about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. We call this Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. Of course, the Bronx Sports Talk, a great service of our friends at GEICO. Great news there. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on current insurance. And, of course, we are live from the GEICO Fox Sports Radio Studios. Without further ado, Brian, let's go to our guy, the one and only Sammy Kay.
6: Guys, 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 guys it's time to channel your inner new yorker you we, we, we want to hear all the rationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day
7: Up yours, you of way. Talk way. Get here.
6: here's something we like to call bronx talk radio hosted by the great sammy k all
0: right boys i'm back Where'd another day, another dollar. Where are today.
8: Where you from? Where are
0: you from? <laughs> from the Bronx, baby. The and Bronx. today, you, sure? you sounded like you were from Iowa at the beginning yeah, of there. I don't know <laughs> who <what is> <laughs> I don't you know so who that is. From- Hello, <laughs> everybody. That's my cousin Slim. He's from Iowa. Slim K? <laughs> Slim K. It's like Slim Fast, but he's fat. <laughs> right, um, uh, Slim right. Fat. Uh, today, guys, <laughs> WrestleMania. Can you believe it? It's in the great city of New Orleans. Hey, and next year it's going to be in nearby MetLife Stadium. Ain't that cool? It's uh, coming to the Big Apple. It's That's coming to it the Big Apple. I love it. Yeah, but here's the thing: I-, I got buddies who watch pro wrestling. I've never understood its appeal. I think it's cheesy as hell, and we what? know it's fake. But well, hold on there! This year's WrestleMania is supposed to go seven hours. Are you kidding me? Can you guys get down with this spectacle? Or is it just for yeah, the haters? it's seats? unbelievable. Are you kidding me? You know what?
3: If golf is for highbrows, wrestling is for room. Oh, I know. Wrestling oh, is for oh, no, no, no. Let me no. tell you something.
0: You can count the number of teeth in the stands.
7: I'll tell you <laughs> that right now.
0: The I- I collective IQ is about 96 in the entire thank arena. Listen to you guys.
7: You guys are haters. Uh, this is a slice of Americana oh, right now. Come on. Here. The steel stairs. You go all the way back to Hulk Hogan, Big And Papa Andre, Pump. the giant over there. You don't know if you're going to get a figure four leg lock. You don't know if you're going to get a cap to the head. Yeah. Let your head down for oh, one on. day out of the Let year. Let me pay it, me a cent. The Collective break.
3: IQ. The collective IQ in that audience is double digits. I
7: tell you that right now. <laughs> no, why, no why is it it's if you like wrestling, all of a sudden you're a moron? Why is that? It's why corny they you
3: got come come wrestling, you got to be a freaking they moron.
0: Fake, uh, they got fake beefs. I don't get it. It's cheesy. They wear tight little pants and big boots. It's yeah. corny. You like, them big you like the big boots. I like the big boots. boots. <laughs> I like to shove a big boot with a sun <laughs> right. don't shit. Brian, you I tell like. me though, why why should I even watch this? What seven hours? I can't even do I can't do that. Seven hours of WrestleMania.
7: Who says you gotta watch all seven? I've huh, been every West single Virginia. speech How's of the that? Pro Football Hall of a, Fame. What, is this a cricket match? Ceremony, or do you catch bits and pieces? You tell me. I don't know. Huh? Do you it's watch like a every match. single portion of do the Masters? Or are you going to watch a little bit of the final Good round? Lord. Huh? But spare me on seven hours. You're
0: going to watch this thing. Oh, God. I'm worn out already. All it's right, let's bacon. move on.
7: Former, it's a easy. It's fake. <laughs> it's fugazi.
0: Former Cleveland Browns first-round draft pick and former party boy, Johnny Manziel, he threw his first touchdown pass in 832 days. That's a long time. Albeit it was in the spring league, whatever that is. And, they they've <laughs> listen, the Canadian Football League, they want him. But the newly sober Manziel, he wants to play in the NFL again. Is it going to happen, Brian, Andy? You go, Brian, because this guy makes me
3: crazy. Maybe it took him uh, that long to sober up and dry out. I don't know. It, That's a it long is time. Just two
7: years. A complete, utter freaking shame that this guy is in the Spring League, like Sammy Kay just said, whatever the heck that thing is. <laughs> I was a ball, was ball boy in like, the got, Spring League. <laughs> Andy, you and I could suit up for that freaking thing. You see the highlights of this? This he guy's like, pitiful. He's throwing passes against a guy who doubles as a realtor, yeah. right? Who <laughs> yeah, doubles dude. as a bartender. It's yeah. just a flat-out joke He still over got there. laid out afterwards.
0: This I'm guy's pitiful. Charlie really. Batch is in there somewhere throwing the spring I, I, ball. And when I
3: worry about him, if he doesn't make the NFL, you know what's going to happen? He's going back to the bottle. He's going oh, back to no, the bottle. No, no, I think
0: no, he's no. on the wagon to stay, all right? I
3: but, I mean, he wants to go so, in the NFL. I I wouldn't
7: bet on it. You know what I'm saying?
0: He's too small. I just don't know if he's got the accuracy to play in the NFL again, but... We'll see. All right, last one here, guys. I got a huge gripe. I am tired of getting honked at on the road. <laughs> I was at a stoplight, and the light had turned green for about 400 milliseconds, and newsflash. I'll flash. tell you what, you're
7: in the wrong freaking dog, city, my friend, dog, all right? What? In the Bronx, they're going to honk at you. It's part of life's deal the with. Guy the guy honked at me for Bronx, four want seconds. Honking.
0: I wanted to go
3: to his house and burn it down. Now, wait a minute. In the Bronx, they won't honk at you. They'll run you over. That's what they're going to do in the
7: Bronx. Uh,
0: disgusting. Why, no why are we so selfish as a people? We don't to honk at people for
3: nothing
7: to than- hey, Drift in hey, my lane. Hey, if the light turns green and you ain't moving, it's my <laughs> obligation to honk at you. Oh, you're, you're part
0: of the civic
8: duty to the problem. at you. They no, they want to I can't directions. stand, can't stand it. I can't stand I want to go and I want
0: to I wanna pull him over and I want to say, how dare you? How dare you honk at me? It's a benefit to mankind to
7: honk for the flow of traffic.
3: All he did was add some hype, and we'll tell you all about it in just about a minute. But now... It's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And welcome, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 50% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate. Quote, the one, the only, the man with the praise in this outfit. And he's not bad looking either. My good friend and partner, Brian No.
7: Hello, B. How are you? What's going on, Andy Furman? I appreciate that. Checks in the mail. You're a hell of a guy. I like the How's compliments. How's it's great, man. It's going yeah. fine,
1: you know? Good.
7: Glad to Today, maybe a little Masters viewing. The lovely Christina is cool with the Masters, so we might Good. check that out. And actually, you know what's funny is we were looking around yesterday for WrestleMania, and I couldn't find where the heck to buy it. I don't know how much it is. Don't I don't tell me know you when it buy. starts exactly. Don't yeah, we're that. interested in buying it, you know? She was talking about it, and we actually went. We went to a WWE event last year. Because apparently she wanted to see Roman Reigns, who's in the main event. So uh, she's not a huge wrestling fan, you know. Uh, She likes it. She dabbles. It's all good. But yeah, if if I can find where the heck it is and it doesn't cost $900 and we're looking for something to do in the evening, eh, maybe I might watch a little WrestleMania action.
3: Well, you, you mentioned the Masters. I'm sure the two of you sit down there, have a bag of popcorn and some adult beverages, and watch the Masters today. Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy, the showdown right now. I guess the big story right now, which we haven't touched on, Patrick Reed shot in the first three days, 69, 66, 67, and if he goes under 60 today, he could be the first golfer in history to shoot in the 60s in four days, and that's a hell of an accomplishment. It really is. And especially since the course is kind of damp. I mean, it would rain heavy the other day, and you know, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that he's there. I'm not shocked that Rory's there, but I'm also shot that Sergio's not there and the fact that Tiger, who everybody was hyping up and saying, look, I understand what it's all about. Tiger means eyeballs to the screen. Tiger means ratings. Tiger means money. And look, you want to hype him up? That's what the networks did. Everything Tiger did, from brushing his teeth to walking the streets, they follow him. And that's okay. I, I get it. At one point in time, he was the greatest ever. Not now. It's over. He's finished. He's he's playing. And, and if he just can make it to the end without getting hurt, I'll be happy.
7: Well, I just think that, look, we all understand Tiger Woods is a ratings juggernaut. I wouldn't sit here and tell you otherwise. If he were in contention today, it would be monstrous, and the oh, yeah. ratings would reflect that. But the only thing to me is when it comes to the Masters, Andy, if you look at what's going on with Patrick Reed and Rory McElroy, sure, the ratings would be better with Tiger in the mix, but it's not as if they're going to be non existent without him in contention for this final round of this specific tournament. You know, I think that we can sometimes go too far with just how much Tiger means to the ratings. Sure, he's the cash cow. He moves the needle like nobody else. But it's talked about, it's kind of like Jordan. We talk about Michael Jordan as if he never missed a shot ever in his entire career. And that's simply inaccurate. Tiger Woods, he is the ratings juggernaut but not to the point where the Masters can't get a single viewer today without Tiger in the mix when they have Patrick Reed and Rory McElroy and a who's who of other names at that prestigious tournament. They're still going to get great ratings.
3: Well, you know, you made a great point there. Which when Michael Jordan left, they thought the NBA going to fold. They really did, and it went on and things happened. It's the old guard right now, and the new guard basically is moving away, and uh, and the old guard's out. I mean, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods, at one point in time, they dominated golf, and now it's time for the new kids to come in there and, and do their deal. And look, I, I'd say this, and uh, maybe, maybe I'm, 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 I'm banging my head against the wall too much because I'm not a great fan of the Masters and or golf, But you look at Tiger and what he did, and he did dominate. There's no doubt. But maybe he did dominate because the competition back then wasn't as tough as it is now. they got players that are hungrier. they got players that are younger. They have players that are not intimidated by Tiger right now, like Dustin Johnson, Rory, Justin Thompson, Jordan Spieth, Bubba Watson, Jason Day. These guys are not intimidated by Tiger Woods. No doubt he was great. No doubt he dominated the sport. But right now, maybe there
7: are younger and more hungry guys that were back then when he played when he was successful it, it has way more to do with tiger than the field tiger was just on another level than he is right now that's the main difference sure to your point andy the competition is better but it didn't matter back then right tiger would have dusted the field that's much better now he still would have had all of those major victories i mean even if if you say all right if the quality of the field was what it is If the quality was back then what it is right now, that was difficult, by the way. (laughs) I had to figure that one out. It was E equals MC squared for a second, Andy. Goodness. (laughs) But if it was now, uh, if it was back then what it is right now, what, is it a difference of 10 majors? Like Tigers only got two? (laughs) It cost them 12? No. It's a minor difference, if anything, because that dude was just absolutely out of this world.
3: No, you're right. And look... As far as I'm concerned, I've, I've talked my – I'm winded on golf. I'm finished with the Masters. You brought up something very interesting. You talked about WrestleMania. I'm not going there, but I want to talk about the fight game. I want to talk about what happened with Conor McGregor. I mean, to sure. me, that's a bigger story in my mind than basically the Masters. I think maybe more people were, were shocked by what happened with Conor McGregor. Now, you know, maybe you could set it up because, to me, I think it's a bad dream. I can't believe what happened. I mean, I don't understand how we got into the Barclays Center without any security, without any policemen there, and he's throwing like a dolly through
7: a through a bus window. Are you kidding me? Right. I mean, explain it was me just what, on Thursday. Happened? It was before UFC the two twenty three media day, and Conor McGregor and a bunch of his buddies just attacked limits. this bus, <laughs> and he threw a dolly through the window and. Wow. It was just so stupid, man. It was one of these where he was charged. That's the thing for anybody who's like, "Oh, it's just completely set up and totally." It's like this dude was charged with three counts of misdemeanor assault and one count of felony criminal mischief. Yeah, there do are you really here. think? Do you think that the suits? Do you think Dana White went up to Conor and was like, "Look, UFC 223, just between you and me, the card sucks." All right, so we're going to have to spruce this thing up. We got the Masters, we got WrestleMania, we're getting lost in the shuffle. Here's what I need you to do. Throw a dolly through the window of the bus. (laughs) Do you think that's what went down? There are people that think. I mean, really, for everybody who's saying it's staged, and they're like, you know what, if you go too far, maybe a misdemeanor, maybe a felony charge, but whatever. That's just the price of doing business. And McGregor's like, all right, cool, yeah, sounds good to me. That's the way you think it went down. A lot of
3: people do. It's, it's funny. You talk about Dana White, the UFC president. He was on First Things First on FS1, and he was discussing this Conor McGregor incident and the conversation he had with him
4: by way of text. Take a listen to Dana White. When you bring in, you know, 20 hoodlums to basically do this at our event, like I said, there's nothing like this that has ever happened.
5: Conor as well flew in from he Ireland. He
4: flew them in. He's he the one. He flew them all in on a yeah. private jet. They all flew in to do this. Connor and I talked through text yesterday. Obviously, worst conversation we've ever had. But, yeah, w- we talked yesterday before
7: he turned himself <laughs> Wait, in. Wait, worst conversation? Yeah, it was, what do yeah. you mean that he didn't understand what had happened? No, I, I don't believe he did.
4: Or the uh, well, it's, not that, it's not that I don't think he understood what happened. It's just he justified it. He had It, it was justified to him that, uh, you know, listen, I'm sorry about Mike and I'm sorry about Rose and whoever else might have whatever, but this had to be done.
3: Okay, let's move this forward for a second. As most people who follow mm-hmm. sports knew exactly what happened. Conor McGregor right now, he's like the face of UFC. Nothing's going to happen mm-hmm. to this guy. He'll go away for a couple of months He'll come back and fight again. Dana White knows that basically that's his guy. He's a bread and butter guy, and Conor McGregor's the guy. And basically, Conor McGregor knew that, probably, and that's why he did it. Look, it wasn't staged. It wasn't a PR stunt, and I'll tell you why it wasn't. Because the UFC needs to be in New York. For years, they tried to get events in New York, and New York banned the UFC. Finally, they're there. They didn't want to damage or do anything that would get them kicked out of New York. That's the bottom
7: line there. Well, I'm just surprised how far Dana White took it, because the night of this going down on Thursday... He met with the media and he's like, it's disgusting. It's outrageous. They're going to sue this guy. I'm not going to help him. And I'm looking at Dana like, you do realize that this is far and away the dude of UFC. I'm just surprised he didn't downplay it more, is what I'm telling you, Andy. Right. Because can you imagine, like, The most popular player in a major sport doing something incredibly stupid and then the commissioner ripping that popular player the same way that Dana White just did with Conor McGregor. Yeah, let's put it in comparison. LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron, he does something incredibly stupid, and Adam Silver just comes out and he's like – this is the dumbest thing. This is the worst thing I've ever seen ever in the NBA. It's disgusting. They're going to sue him. I'm not going to help him. Like, he's just roasting LeBron. You will never, ever see something like that. And it's one of these it's like from the movie Dead Presidents where, uh, <laughs> gosh, I can't remember the name of the actor, uh, the character in the movie, but there's a pimp in the movie and he goes up to another character and he says, don't you ever. In you're bleeping life. Bite the hand that feeds you. And that's right. what's happening with Dana White. He is biting the hand of Conor McGregor going as far as he did with his reaction to this stupid thing. You
3: know, I don't know what I'm more shocked at. Picking up a dolly because I couldn't lift up a dolly and throw it through a window of a bus. I couldn't do that. Sure you could. You could do two at once. I, I, I'm not going to try it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so. But I'm more shocked that not that. I'm shocked that he had 20 hoodlums flying in from Ireland, and he paid for them. <laughs> I mean, how much does that cost? Think about that. I always think about money. The he just line fought is, Mayweather, it, man. He's
1: like, hey, screw it. Let's go. There's a
3: round-trip ticket from Brooklyn to Ireland. 20 guys coming in, do some damage, get back on the plane, go back to Ireland. <laughs> I mean,
7: think about it's this. It's just the dumbest thing. Oh. It really is. It's You got to laugh at this stuff. I mean, look, it was stupid. People could have gotten hurt. They didn't get hurt badly. Um, but it's just dumb. It's so dumb for me May- for McGregor to do something. Well, it's like dumb this. because you could have got
3: twenty hoodlums off the street of Brooklyn.
7: You have to fly right, him well, from Ireland. And why? Why take money out of your pocket to that degree? It's look, man. Sometimes you can't make sense out of nonsense. We've got all these theories about why he did it. Mine is: I think that he's just addicted to the fame. I think that he needs the spotlight, and that's the main reason. There are. Other theories of, oh, he's trying to dodge Khabib, and this is the reason to dodge him. At the end of the day, Conor McGregor, he's just crazy. And sometimes you just can't make sense out of crazy. He's got a loose bolt upstairs. That's what he is. But you know what? Honestly, he's good for the sport.
3: I mean, as bad as this incident was, he's still good for the sport. He's going to fight again. What are they going to do? Suspend him? For a little bit. They need him. He knows that, too. He wouldn't have done it if he knew in his heart of hearts that he wasn't needed.
7: He's the guy. I mean, come on. He's the face of UFC. He absolutely is. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it By the way, Andy, if you're scoring at home, yes. the staff, Iowa Sam, Robert yes. Dosmani, they are quick on the draw. It was Cuddy the pimp. That's wow. what I was referencing in the movie wow. Dead Presidents. So, yes. Wow. Yeah. I love, I love yeah. to hear that. Okay. Essentially, um... Uh, Cuddy the pimp is Cuddy basically pimp. Conor McGregor. Yeah, exactly <laughs> and uh, right. and Dana White's the other guy. Dana White is biting the hand that feeds him. I don't know why he would roast Conor McGregor to the degree that he did. Uh, I, it's just to me, it went too far. I think it would have been in his best interest to downplay the whole thing instead of just crushing the dude. <laughs> you can't. That guy can't go away and never step foot in the octagon again. That's gonna hurt the sport. It amazes
3: me. Hey, do we not have the best crack staff in the, in the history of talk radio? That's really. great. I mean, right. we don't even have to ask. They're there for us 24-7. I love it. They're the best. They what really other staff are. gets you fun facts about cutting Yay. the pimp? Huh? The best. Really. They're the best. Really. Brian No, Andy Furman. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Let's set it up. What's happening today? We have the Blaine game right around the bend. Also in this hour, we have bottom barrel betting. And in our third hour, Alex Marvez, a.k.a. The Chic, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider, And we ended up the best for last. Nose picks, yes, we do. We have that, but now it's time to point fingers. Yes, the blame game is next. The blame game coming right up. It's Brian O, Andy Furman. We call it Fox Sports Sunday, about twenty past the hour. And of course, the blame game is a service of Granger. Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done, of course, no one Furman here on Sunday. We are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, but right now, we got a game to play. Let's do it!
6: Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for four or five rounds of blame game action? In all honesty, we don't know how much Andy has left in him. In the blue corner, former actor and microphone melter, the man with all the Scooby Snacks. Brian, no.
7: I have a gigantic bone.
6: And in the red corner, you all know him. He paid Bill Belichick to come on his radio show. The man without a muzzle, Andy Furman. Face my mouth, Garcia. Touch gloves and good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
8: I got to say, I love the fact that Andy's song is Tiny Tim. Yeah, yeah. It, I know, it's your favorite it part of a the intro. It puts a smile on my face every single time.
3: Thank you. Thank How's you. it going, fellas? I had no idea my Great. partner here was an actor. He said he was an actor.
8: Oh, yes, he did some acting work, yes. I
3: didn't know that. It's
8: very limited, very limited, oh, but right. hey, man. Brian, you were on the silver screen. Porno? That's all that porno? No, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no it's porno. not on the resume, Andy. <laughs> Sorry. Just asking. I don't that's know. The, know. Uh, that should be a blame game question. Never mind. We're going to continue. <laughs> right, here we go. All right. I heard uh, Brian won last week, by the way. So, You uh, heard, heard wrong. Yeah, Nothing not, not the new there. But all right, the Wizards are falling wow. apart, guys, heading into the playoffs. They've lost four straight. They are now in the eighth seed. They were a top-four team for most of the season. And they're struggling. So I want to know, who do you guys blame for the Wizards struggling their way into the playoffs? Andy, we'll start with you.
3: You know what, though? I think the Wizards right now ran out of gas, but I think that the situation is there's a lot of eagles on that ball club. I don't want to blame the coach. I really don't want to blame the coach. I really don't. But I think that internally there's too many eagles on that ball club. And uh, for a while, I think it looked like Milwaukee had to have the track for the eighth spot, but the Wizards have opened the door for the Milwaukee Bucks, and they could get that number seven spot right now. I, I think it's a situation right now. The Wizards were promoted and hyped to be a lot better than they really planned to be, and the East was stronger than we thought it would be. So I don't have, and I know Ralph's going to kill me this when the voting's there. I don't have one particular person to blame on oh, that boy. team, but oh, believe boy. me. Oh, it's the end. Okay, Beal, you want to blame Beal? Go ahead, you blame <laughs> Beal. I'm just saying it's a team at it's a team situation. I'm a team guy. I'm blaming the team. The team collapsed. They crapped. All right,
7: Andy, you have put me in a place by not blaming anyone. You reluctantly blamed the team. You've put me in a place where there we go. if I don't win this round, my argument was so bad <laughs> that I wow. lost by default. Not that You just didn't blame anybody, that's all. I, blame, I did. Well, reluctantly. If a team is losing John games in a row, who do you blame? The coach? No. I blame the John team. Wall because, like you just said, they were healthier record-wise not too long ago. And they've been struggling. They've been scuffling over there. Baseball term, let's apply it to basketball. Right. Right. John right. Wall had a lot of games missed. He's only played 40 games this season. He's going to play half the year. It's not his fault he was banged up, but it really changed the dynamic. They were really playing good basketball for a, a healthy stretch without John Wall in the lineup. And now that he's back, they're trying to figure it out with how the pieces mesh together and that's been a big reason for the chemistry lacking. So I blame the injury to John Wall. wasn't his fault. But Let you me gotta just got to blame someone, got to blame that.
3: You could blame the coaching staff for not figuring out how to work it out with John Wall. And I'll tell you one other thing. I think my answer nah. as far as the team situation, John Wall claims that he's not getting the hype that LeBron gets. Are you freaking kidding me? So it is a team problem. But go ahead. Go ahead. Win this round. Like you that's win every John other freaking round. Win this a round. Team problem. Go ahead. John we don't know. We don't John know. Wall. It is a team problem problem
8: <laughs> all right guys moving on the judges will convene and de- you know deliberate yeah, on your answers right, but right, right, question right. number two the Clippers as Ralph mentioned earlier in his update they were eliminated for their playoff hopes yesterday it's the first time since the 2010-2011 season that they will not be in the playoffs Clippers have had their fair share of issues the last few seasons but they for all you can say they're a failure so I want to know who's to blame for the Clippers overall failure the last about six years seven years
7: Brian we'll start with you it's Chris Paul Chris Paul, unfortunately, the injuries in a few seasons in the postseason, that hurt. I mean, if you want to expand it beyond just Chris Paul, Blake Griffin being banged up in the the playoffs as well. But as it pertains to right here, right now, I'm looking at more so the 2017-18 season than the last six, seven years. If you want to go six, seven years, it's the injuries in the playoffs the most. If you go right here, right now, it's Chris Paul. Chris Paul leaving to go to the Houston Rockets. It was a trade they recouped some. For him, which was good. At least they didn't lose him for nothing. But not having that superstar on the squad, that's the reason they're on the outside looking. It's because well, I'll Chris Paul went elsewhere. Well, I tell you Paul what, my elsewhere.
3: partner, you could take that pipe and shove it because they had Chris Paul for all those years, and they did do squiddly anyway when he was there. Blake Griffin's the problem. I mean, yeah, he's averaging almost 23 points a game, but I'll tell you about Blake Griffin. You can't win with this guy. Either he's hurt or he's bitching. He's crying. He's not he's there not... anymore. Okay, that's why. That's why they're not winning. He's not there. Okay? Fine fine with you. You know what? I go back to the coaching staff. I go back to the coaching staff. How could you blame the lack of success on a team for a player who's not there? You just did that. I said Blake Griffin. You said uh, CP3. They're both not there. So what are you blaming? You can't blame something that's not there. So you're wrong and I'm wrong, right? Andy's losing confidence. Andy's losing confidence. You're making me crazy. You can't blame I, you know players what? that aren't there. You Same situation, Andy.
7: The only thing I can do is screw up my standing thus far with your argument. So I, I'm just going to rest <laughs> no, gonna my wait. case. No, wait, right? You said
3: that the Clippers didn't make the playoffs because CP3 is not. That, that's saying that uh, the Yankees aren't going to win the World Series because Babe Ruth is dead. That's like saying no, that, right? No,
7: no, no, Andy. The reason that they're in the position they're in this season is because Chris Paul went to the Rockets if Chris right. Paul was still a member of the Clippers, they would be a playoff team. So I could say that Blake Griffin, he's not there. They could be a playoff team if Blake Griffin played, right? No, no, you can't say that. You can't say that with certainty. They weren't guaranteed to be a playoff team. But with they Blake. didn't
3: do, and I'm saying they didn't do diddly squat when CP3 was there. What did they do? What did they accomplish They were in the playoffs. That's
7: what I'm saying. They were in the playoffs at least. That's yes.
3: ridiculous. I blame the coaching staff. I really do. I blame the coach. And you always blame the coach. And that's <laughs> mm-hmm. it. He can't win. He can't okay. win. What has he done?
7: <laughs> he's oh won a title God. with the Celtics. <laughs> with the Celtics, right? With the Celtics. Three Hall of Fame players. Wow. <This> is, uh, <laughs> all right, guys. The last
8: question here. That was, that was fantastic to listen to. You're making to. me crazy. You really <laughs> are. I'm confused. The so. first two
3: questions were the same, but just different teams. It's stupid. That <laughs> <laughs> right, he's blaming
8: Daz, man. Oh, all right, here yes, we go. Yes.
6: We all know how that
8: usually works out. All right. So... I know we all had the Conor McGregor, McGregor stuff. We talked about that, but Ugh. we thought it'd be a little fun here. Besides blaming Conor for the whole incident, who else do you guys blame for the dolly and all that whatnot going through windows and people getting Whoa. hurt? Whoa. Andy, we'll oh start that's with easy. You.
3: This, this I got. This I got locked. It's a lock. Barclays Center. And, I, and I've and i never been there. I want to be there. But how could you not have security in the Barclays? There was no cops. There was no uniform personnel. There was nothing. I mean, you have a bus. I mean, I don't care what kind of sport it might be. You may have a high school tournament. You're always going to have some sort of security surrounding the team bus that comes in to the underground entranceway of an arena. And there was no one there.
7: There was no one there whatsoever. Lack of security for Barclays. Uh, Andy, I'm going to I'm not oh. going to give you this one. You make a good argument. And instead of repeating your argument, uh, because it's clearly that's the reason. I'm repeating my secondary breakfast. That's blame what I'm repeating is, right now. <laughs> secondary blame is the lack of security, stopping Conor McGregor from getting access to where he was. I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to blame friendship. Oh. What kind of friend gets oh. on a plane <laughs> and and goes all that way? Just for Conor McGregor to have misdemeanor charges and a felony charge. At some point, there's got to be a friend to say, you know what? Instead of going to the Barclays Center, let's just... Let's detour this thing to Vegas and have a good time. We can still have fun. We can still do our thing. And guess what? No misdemeanor charges. No felony charge at the end of this thing. There's got to be one guy who raises his hand and set, has foresight and sees where this thing is headed before it gets there. Well, Connor's,
3: the, Connor's handing out the greenbacks and say, "Look, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars to fly back and forth to beat the living daylights out of somebody." The money, the money talks. They did, they, Mon-
7: they beat the living daylights out of glass. That's right. the only thing they. Well, beat I- They thought they were going to
3: fight. I I guess they looked for a fight, but they didn't fight. They just tossed some dolly through a window of a bus and some guardrail. I think it was as well, wasn't it? A highway guardrail. It was unbelievable. broke. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to move on because we're going to get the results. I'm going to leave the room because I don't want to hear the results today. I really don't want to. I know what the results are. It's unbelievable, really. Oh, my goodness. Brian, no Andy Furman. I tell you what, any comments, they're always welcome at the No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 on Fox, 877 6369 This sport just can't get it right. We'll explain
4: it next, but first, let's go to Ralph Irvin for the latest. Well, thank you very much, Andy, and it was quite the night for Andrew McCutcheon.
6: A 2-2 pitch. McCutcheon hits a high
4: fly ball. Deep left field. It is good! McCutcheon has ended this game. The call from KMBR and the Giants radio network as McCutcheon went six for seven, including the game-winning three-run home run in the Giants' 14th inning win, 7-5 over the Dodgers. Colorado gets a walk-off, bases-loaded walk. They beat Atlanta 3-2. The Cubs score four in the ninth. They beat Milwaukee 5-2 at the Masters. Patrick Reed. 14 under par, he's three shots ahead of Rory McIlroy as those two will play together in the final pairing. Later on today, Ricky Fowler's five shots back at minus nine, John Rahm is at seven under. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NBA, Oklahoma City, a 108-102 win at Houston while Denver ends the Clippers playoff hopes with a 134-115 win in Los Angeles. Now back to the results as two guys argue about, well, both saying that neither one of them deserved to win a battle. That's at least on the Clippers' argument. Thank you
3: you very much. All right. You know, it really isn't that difficult. We'll get to that in just about a minute. Brian, no, Andy Furman. want to welcome everybody to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, we're going to get the winners of the Blaine game momentarily and bottom barrel betting coming right up in about 12 minutes. But to Rob Dosmani and, of course, his staff (laughs) – his staff of underlings are going to give us the results. And uh, I'll be back. Call me in about 10 minutes, okay? All right. All right. We'll get back to you. Oh,
8: what were you going to call me there, Andy? What was, what was that last name headed well, towards? Well, I, I stopped. Say,
3: <laughs> this is a family show. It sounded like a Dodd zombie right, this, or something this, like this that. This is a family show. <laughs> I'd rather not say. All
8: right. All right. So the first question, Wizards Falling Apart. Andy, I, I, you know, the articles were coming out saying that Scott Brooks was even saying that there's a lot of egos on the team. Everyone's selfish. But thank you, thank you. Uh, so I like that argument, but I do give it to Brian because something about John Wall is weird. There, I don't understand. Their team was doing great. They were playing really well without him. You would think him coming back, he'd fit right in. But for whatever reason, I, yeah, the chemistry got messed up. You're, you pointed out that John Wall is making comments about his, comparisons to him and LeBron. So yeah, I go with Brian in the end on the John Wall comment. Ugh. I do blame him right now. Going to the Clippers, it's, I'm choosing Brian again. I do. I blame Chris Paul as well. I mean, he's here those seven years. He got hurt a lot. He's not hurt this year playing alongside James Harden. So i, I don't look, know what's going
3: I, on with that. I, I respect <laughs> your opinion. I, I know everybody's going to go with the Chris Paul. I, I just have a hard time blaming a team's success or lack thereof for a player who's not on that team. That's what makes me crazy. And, and I could have said the same thing, and I did say the same thing about uh, – Blake Griffin. Blake, Blake Griffin, and he's not there either. So I, I don't understand how that could be an answer, but you're the judge. I, I, I bow down to you. I kiss your ring. That's All right. fine. All right, and last one. Andy, you do take that last one in the end of the Barclays
8: Center. It was pretty amazing to not see any sort of yellow jacket, black jacket, anything like that
4: wandering around to protect Thank that you. whole situation.
3: I didn't get a goose egg. Thank
4: you. Yeah. We're going Who's to up? Ralph here. Ralph? All right. Uh, first off, Andy, even you said you had no answer. So you get no point, John Wall. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, you, you yourself said it, and you said I'd say you said it. So there you go. No, that's I okay. said it. It's okay. I said it. Now we go to the Clippers where – just a quick question, Andy. Seriously. Yes. Did you know Blake Griffin was not on the Clippers?
3: Yes. Yes. But you can't you
7: can't use that as an excuse
3: because he I mean, used CP three.
7: Well, and I agree. Andy, do you That's have to why go you to both confession lose. for telling that bold faced lie? Hmm?
3: No, I mean
4: Blake Griffin. I I
3: threw what it out there. What team is Blake
7: Griffin on? Right now, Houston,
3: I think isn't he on Houston? No, no he's listen not. to you. Okay. Listen to you, Andy. I forgot. I don't know.
4: He's he's my head he's is. Crossing I don't even know what I don't even know what sport he plays. Pretty sure he's on the IR. <laughs> there you go. He, he, he's hurt again. Hey, so- so by I that think he simple, plays for the Browns. Doesn't no, he play doesn't play for the, <laughs> for the Browns. They could use him, man.
7: They could yeah. use him. I don't so, know.
3: You, you guys got me so formushed f- over here on Crazy because, again, I think arguments of a guy who's not on a team cannot be used to say success or failure for a team. You, That's all I'm
4: saying. Andy, you're right. That's why you both lose that point. What? And, and then we go what? to the last one, friendship, Brian.
7: Uh-huh. They're That's not weak. doing
4: it for friendship. They're doing it for their paycheck because you know that these guys are living off of Conor McGregor. Friendship does give bonus points for me, though. That was a so, great thing. So, so the Barkley Center <laughs> gets that, and that means it's a draw from oh. for me, Ralph Irvin. Oh, listen, pick
5: a
7: lane, <laughs> Ralph. What is that?
4: I'm picking a lane. Your answers all stunk.
3: <laughs> That's untrue. well, the questions weren't, weren't that great, great either. Oh, you know what? The God. question. I'll I'll defend Brian and myself on this. The questions could have been a little bit. You know, really, or one well, of you, you could Blame have blamed Clippers again. management for not
4: firing Doc Rivers a year ago. That's true. That That's would true. have been the right
0: answer. All right, let's get right. a let's get a point total here. So, out of the three, Dawes... Brian, you had, or uh, Daz, you gave uh, Brian two of three, right? Two of three, yeah. So there's a point to Brian. And they each got one point for me. uh, uh, Okay, so that's, I don't even know. So I guess it comes down to me then. (laughs) Because it's like a null answer, okay? (laughs) all right. so here we go. Um, (laughs) Wizards, uh, Andy, definitely liked your point about you know, the team being promoted and hyped, and they kind of crapped out. Right. But I do like the fact that Brian mentioned the wall absence, missing 40 games, and then the chemistry's all all kaputs after that. So I gave Brian the point for the first one. <laughs> Second nice. one, Andy, I actually like what you said about the coaching staff. Oh, this team this is here? underachieved, even with the superstars. I think it does come down to Doc Rivers' And, um, vi- these guys so are had- injured in the playoffs. Vinny Iowa. Del Negro, and they fire him. He had won the most games right. in franchise history. Great point. And I think that, uh, it does come down, honestly. Maybe it's just time for a new, uh, a new head no. there in, uh, in LA for the Clippers. So I gave Andy oh. the point for that one. I got a life. We got Brian, we got Andy, and it all comes down to this one. And listen, th- what really is sp- uh, spurred Connor and company to fly from oh, Ireland like. oh. over to New York City was that Khabib. Uh, Ralph helped me with the pronunciation. Khabib had roughed up one of Connor's friends, and they wanted—they were out for blood. And listen, it comes down to the lacking security. There should have been the permar oh, there, but oh. should have been the yellow. So I give the point to Andy. Oh. Andy wins.
6: Yeah. What? Oh! Wow. You know wait, wait a minute. I, wait a minute. May, wait a minute. I it's a thing. draw.
7: It's a draw. Is it? it Iowa had it a complete to total draw. For Andy. Okay, it was <laughs> yeah. a tie. I will it's tell you a, this Dots much. had it two to one for me, and the gutless Ralph. I guess it's Irvin, a draw. No, we can blame Ralph. It we can it's a overall. Okay,
4: Boy, well, since, since since Andy capitulated and said it should be the coaching staff as well, Andy wins.
7: Oh, what? you what? had to tie oh. and you talked oh. your way out of it. No, wow.
6: Bri- Brian, <laughs> may I say what this? What kind of My-
7: judging is this? Could My- you imagine if there was a boxing match that was oh. judged like this? According, according one one to Andy do, Furman
4: on Twitter, I'm the German judge. Right. Thank Listen, you. Manny
0: Pacquiao <laughs> lost a boxing <laughs> match like this in Australia because the judges were all... I- I'll butt off. Brian, my condolences to you
3: because this may have been the worst situation I've ever done in my life. Okay, I mean it was it was ridiculous because some of the questions may be that way. You know, if you want to go in this Winning. direction, if you want to go in this direction, you could say the Pistons aren't doing well and they're not going to make the playoffs because of Blake
7: Griffin. Are you going to say that? I mean, you can't you can't use a player. What who's is no it longer with you the- and what is it with you talking about? You can't blame a player who isn't there. If, for instance, here's a good example. The Oklahoma City Thunder last season. Russell Westbrook went ballistic, won MVP, but the record wasn't as good, Correct, right? correct. What would you blame? What would be the reason for that? Would it because, maybe have no, anything to question, do with Kevin Durant not being there? No, because I mean, what the else would you point to?
3: No, because the question says what right now, what is the problem with team A in the present right now? Not the right. past. But what is right, wrong with, right. no, what is wrong with the makeup you, of the team? What's wrong with the team no.
7: right now in the present is they no. don't have a superstar named Chris Paul on the squad. What's That's wrong the biggest with the reason why they're not in the playoffs. No, look clearly. at the roster of
3: the Clippers right now. There is no superstar. There's no there's garbage on that team. Right. Patrick right. Beverly, are you? And kidding? why Come is on.
7: that? And why is that? No, you, all Because you had to Chris say Paul this, isn't there, and can't he was blame the best on player on the squad. Yes, uh, you uh, and. Playoffs. We uh, both uh, agree. Playoffs.
3: Okay, we both agree that the question could have been, I mean, honestly, the questioning was, there was, you was go. subpar. You, see, subpar. here's the
7: thing. You you when I get you, then you go back to Daz and you start blaming. No, you him. didn't get me. I mean, really, you it's are a outrageous. You are outrageous. Can we, can yeah, we just am.
0: acknowledge that this game has serious flaws? All right. So <laughs> thank you. Know, you. People thank are gonna you.
7: win. People are gonna
0: lose. And, the uh, the, says the day, it don't in have Four, four or five hurt. questions. We only the do ol- three. The only normal question really was.
3: It's you flawed. Know? What was the blame of of the Gregor, McGregor thing, you know, Conor McGregor?
7: That was a normal question. Why? An incident happened, and basically, we, okay, why did fly, it happen? What is it with you? Why do we have to get, like, this full rundown of how much you hated the questions? Why?
3: Because when you blame something, it has to
7: be a specific blame. I mean,
3: maybe I'm way off base here. I don't think I am. I just don't says think the guy I who
4: answered question one with no
0: answer. What? I was just about to say. You <laughs> I didn't I blame anyone for the first. <laughs> the question. blame game is like the Russian elections. All right, it's a little flawed. It's a little <laughs> iffy, All right, a little bit. Are a you little kidding? bit. A lot. And why
3: am
7: I bitching? I mean, I, I, I got almost a win. I got a I I don't know, man. It's just your general makeup right now. Really, You're the, crushing the masters. masters. <laughs> You're crushing the questions. Of the blame game. You need hugs, Andy. I'm, I'm telling you, Cincinnati's not that far away. I might drive by, give you a quick hug, and hit the road. Can you I know? get a Scooby snack? I. It depends if the Nuggets win one more game or not this season. Okay, they won five straight. I know. Right we got to make it six straight or six of seven. Oh. All right, so I can hit the you, uh, the you know over what? Though, on the honestly, win total for the season. When I when I see the blank game, I start to schwitz. I mean, the blame
3: game reminds me of going to final exams in college when I didn't study for them or I didn't go to oh. the course all year long. That's what the blame game does to me right now because I, I'm intimidated. I'm intimidated by the blame game. All right, I admitted it. I, I, I'm intimidated.
7: All right, is that a good thing? I just I don't gotta know. power through, man. Gotta power I through.
3: Ay, let me take a breath. We move on right now. And now, now we got to move on to another game. Are you kidding? I wanted to talk about baseball. We're going to save that for the third hour because I got something on my mind about this
7: baseball season that opened up. Can we do that? Can we save it for the third hour? I oh, got some mind. tweets. We'll get that for the third hour, too. i got a couple Sounds of good great. tweets that you will enjoy. If you don't uh, know. Hey, you, man, no, at the no, end, end of the show, Andy, you can go your own way. Bottom barrel betting coming right up about 11 minutes
3: before the top of the hour. It's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah I'm Andy Furman. We are live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Let's play this game now
6: you
2: got
3: that thing for me it's bottom oh, bottom. oh no you thought you was lame barrel. Barrel. you put
2: my money to sleep you go get my money or i'll put your brain to sleep betting
3: yes it is and bottom barrel betting is a service of geico what does it mean when geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15 percent or more on car insurance it means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago here he is our host bobby d
8: i'm back again fellas so hopefully you guys won't be too mad at me about these questions. We'll find we out right you. here. We'll see. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah, Andy had yeah, yeah, a yeah, big problem with him. Yeah. Andy's yelling at me during the break. What right. are you doing? What's happening? All right.
7: So What's Ralph first... Irvin's Twitter <laughs> handle?
8: <laughs> at Ralph. <laughs> they like nine, people, nine of our listeners were tweeting at him. It was great. All right. So <laughs> it is the Masters. Final Sunday tomorrow. Tiger barely made the cut. Actually, final Sunday's today. Oh, today. Sorry, today. I apologize. It's still dark out where I am. Goodness. Yeah, so final Sunday today. And all the degenerates are excited, you know, because Tiger's out there. But I want to know, over or under two and a half bogeys for Tiger today. Remember, this does not include Mm. double bogeys or triple bogeys. Wow. Or a 15 like Sergio Garcia. So just bogeys. Two and a half. Andy, we'll start with you.
3: I say over because I think he's been to throw it in. And he's going to freak out today at the news conference because he's been real calm and content. I
7: think it's just going to explode today. It's going to be over.
8: No faith in time. It's
7: a great line by you, Daz. It really is. I try. I try. Um, I'm going to take the over as well. I know he was even yesterday, but he's over the last, the first couple of days. Uh, He's probably going to have a couple of birdies. So uh, I think that overall his round will be over. Even right. though he might go even, he's probably going to hit the over into it. I agree half. with you, yes. Right. Thousand bucks, you missed that putt. <laughs> All
8: right, guys, so we have WrestleMania tomorrow, and projections say that the event could last almost seven hours. Sammy Ugh. said that earlier in a Bronx talk. So, over or under seven and a half hours for WrestleMania tomorrow. Brian, we'll start with you.
7: Isn't WrestleMania tonight Tonight, also?
8: tonight, sorry. Jeez. What's <laughs> wrong with you? I bet that's what happened. I go like, on vacation and it's just done, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to move his clock
7: two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. That
8: confuse uh, all everybody. gosh.
7: I'm going to say under reluctantly. This thing's going to be a marathon. Um, but seven and a half. I'll go under. I'll take the under. All right, all right. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? I'm not going to get stoned if I'm wrong. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's unbelievable that they would make
3: they would make WrestleMania on the same day as National Beer Day. All right. And I got (laughs) to believe they're going to stretch it out to seven plus hours because they want to keep on pumping those beers. You know, I know in baseball, they don't serve beer after the seventh inning. What do they do in WrestleMania? Not serve beer after what? The fourth match? I don't know how it works, but I think if there's no limit, they're going to stretch it out over seven. I believe
0: uh, hmm. National Beer Day was Saturday, wasn't it? I think maybe it's today. I, oh, maybe it is. Okay. I think
3: it's today. Wrong. Wrong. Is
0: Andy getting his what is, is wrong? wrong
7: with you guys in days? What is <laughs> wow. happening? All right,
8: so last one, guys. It is the <laughs> Iowa City World Cup final today. All right? <laughs> okay. In Iowa City, it is, it is, it is the freestyle <laughs> wrestling final, men's freestyle wrestling final. There no. are eight teams going for you know gold, silver, and bronze. Eight teams are USA, Georgia, Mongolia. Japan, India, Cuba, Kazakhstan, and I can't say the other. Azerbaijan, there you go. Azerbaijan, uh huh. I just want to know your guys. And Cuba. The three and Cuba. So the three teams that you guys have that will medal later today.
7: That's all I want to know. Your three teams. Go ahead, B. Go ahead, B. All right, here we go. This is, what is this, international wrestling? Oh, yeah. Daz? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the USA. There you go. I'm going Japan. And I will go, gosh, to me it comes down to Cuba versus Kazakhstan. I'm gonna go with Cuba. Give all me right, the USA, right. Japan, and Cuba. Okay, what you got, Andy? Oh, this
3: is easy. Azerbaijan, all right. That's number one. <laughs> Kazakhstan's number two. And uh I'll go with uh I'll go with India, number three.
7: All right. that. Not even gonna choose uh, the USA. Look at that. Hell By no. the way, what Hell happened no. last week? I know it was your birthday weekend, does, but no recount of a- Ryan Dennis is a person oh, too. I have it right? here. I am so sorry. Uh He's
8: not Brian, even in your you league. Won. <laughs> He's not in your league. Guys. I actually have those photos of Brian did win. You took you took it 2 to 1 against Bri- against Andy. That. There you go. That's so that was last week. That I apologize. Sheet never about that never changes. It's
3: the 2 to 1 every week with Brian's name on it. <laughs> oh, you just, don't have to look. The, no, it could
8: change next week, Andy, because each of those teams are worth one point. So if you get all 3, you get you could be 5 and 0. Oh.
7: Yeah, there so, you go. But I'm you hoping believe- for 5-0, oh, no. That's what I'm all right. going for, Andy. You're
3: not going to believe who this superstar is screwing it off with. You really won't. That's coming up next on Fox Sports Sunday. Look who's back at work. That's coming right up. But right now, it's time to say good morning, America. Yes, it's Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And welcome every single person to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com. Why? For a free rate quote, this is the hour of power, the power hour, and there's no one more powerful in the world of sports than my partner and friend. And I underline that word friend. He is. Brian, no. Hello, B. How are you? I can't believe two hours in the books already.
7: I'm doing great, Andy Furman. Always good to be here with you on a Sunday, man. You bring a smile to my sports talk radio face. Thank you. you. Know? Thank you yes, very much. absolutely you do. Thank you. You
3: know, you did mention, before we get involved with heavy-duty lifting here, you did mention mm-hmm. you got some tweets. I wanted to hear what you got here.
7: Oh, yeah, we got a couple. I thought this was funny from Holly. I mentioned that I had a nightmare that the lovely Christina was thinking about leaving me for Jonas Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Holly wrote a in. a horror story. Yeah. I had a weird dream that I saw Jonas Knox, and he had shrunk. What were you doing I thought that Jonas was funny. Knox? What were you drinking yeah, or eating? A shrunken Jonas Knox in Holly's dreams, apparently. And I thought this was good. This was a shout-out to Bronx Sports Talk, which we do at the end of our first hour here. where We speak in, in New York accents, and we're just Speaking obnoxious. It's a lot of fun. Trey yes. checks in. Yes. He tweets, I used to be a griller at a restaurant called Mongolian Grill, where myself and three other guys at, all grill at the same time on a huge stone slab in front of the guests, and they tip us. Mm -hmm. Well, one night we all decided to speak with a Bronx accent. Our tips tripled. What? How about that? Really? Yeah. Would that correlate to maybe our listenership will triple because we speak with a Bronx accent? I, I don't know. Maybe in that segment, maybe that's the most highly rated segment of our show. You know what, though? You do a lot of writing
3: for this uh, website. I read it every now and again Mm -hmm. that the Jason Barrett, I think Jason Barrett Mm -hmm. Sports. Okay, And I I really, truly enjoy it because I I learned something from you. You're an educated guy and you you spew your education out to the people in the world of sports and sports radio. And it's appreciated by me, at least. And and I, I look at this. I think it's a shame that you and I do so much work, so much preparation for this show, really. Mm-hmm. We we follow the world of sports top to bottom. You name the sport, we're there. We even had the mm-hmm. Iowa wrestling and the bottom barrel betting. But the, <laughs> the shame of it all at the end of the day is people appreciate the, the lunacy segments that we have on the show <laughs> rather than the basic opinion I, factors yeah. of the of heavy-duty sports talk,
7: right? I hear you. I know where you're coming from. I get it. Like – uh Look, man, it goes back to, I did radio in Albany, New York, and they were big on digital. They're like, we got to have stories posted. We need the numbers to go up. They were very, very digitally focused. And based on what you're saying, I would write a column and I'd put a lot of thought into it. I'd put a lot of work into it. It would have stats and humor and all this stuff. And it would get some views. And then I would post a video of Jim Boeheim picking his nose on the sideline, there you go, and it bingo. would get quadruple the amounts of views. And it'd be like, really? That's okay, whatever. But that's just the way it goes, Andy. You know, that's the way the game is played.
3: But we're lucky, and I'll tell you why we're lucky. I'm not trying to kiss butt over here, but we're lucky because the people at Fox Sports Radio get it. They appreciate that. I mean, there's some, there's other networks out there, and I won't mention the name. All they want to do is like delve into stats and yeah. baseball numbers and stuff like that. And believe me, I'm a sports nah. fan. I, I love sports as much as anybody else, but that stuff puts me to sleep. I, right. Sports, what we do will be like sitting around the barbershop and talking sports with a couple right. of guys. That's what we well, do. Well, that's and the I way it do. should be,
7: man, because yeah. that's the way life is. I don't understand why shows should be different than what life is. You will never go out with your buddies to the sports bar, right? And talk about whip and war right. and that's it without right. having some laughs along the way, you know? So why would a show be different than that? Right.
3: And today, I mean, I mean, maybe that's the beauty of golf. I mean, look, I beat the living daylights out of golf all day long here today, but I'm going to give a little bit of a compliment. You don't have those crazy stats. I mean, think about it. You just watch the game, and it's yeah. really interesting, and it's easy to understand. I mean, if you watch mm. hockey – It's a difficult game in a sense. The blue line, what's this, what's that. Soccer, to some extent. I mean, baseball is ridiculous. You know, you got two strikes and then all of a sudden you fell off a ball and it's a strike, but you're not struck out, right? You keep on getting up Mm -hmm. there on that third strike. So, you know, there are certain sports that you really have to learn the intricacies (laughs) of the
7: rules, but golf's fairly easy, right? Right. It's incredibly easy. There's no doubt. and I mean, it's uh, part of the uh, attraction to it. The other part is... People at some point or another in their lifetime, they've picked up a golf club and they realize how difficult it is to be extraordinary in that right. sport. So you got a lot of appreciation for what those guys are going to be able to do at the Masters on the highest level, final round, all the chips on the table, all that stuff. And they're going to hit some shots. I remember remember Bubba Watson, the shot he made between the two trees a handful of years ago. Right. and Uh, The shot that Phil Mickelson made, similarly to that. There's just some iconic shots. Tiger Woods, where the golf ball sits on the lip, and you see the Nike sign, and it falls. It's so incredibly difficult to try to mimic those shots, where that's where a lot of the appreciation and the attraction for the sport comes from, is you know how difficult it is to do it, and you really appreciate someone excelling to the degree that they do. Right, because you've done it and you couldn't do what they did. Yeah. That's the key right there. And to your point, it's really easy to remember. It's like if you sit there, I love football. I absolutely love football. But to explain all the rules to someone who doesn't really understand the game, there are hundreds of things to explain. Golf, it's like, yeah, you try to get the ball in the hole with as few strokes as possible. That's pretty easy to comprehend. It really is. It really is. And, and
3: you know what? And honestly, uh, you go back to, uh, I, I guess, NASCAR, get in the car and just drive. Just keep on making left turns. Right? And that's, what <laughs> right you do. I, yeah. that's basically I what you
7: do. Yeah. And there's, look, there's a lot more to it. As you all know, Andy, to golf and racing. But just understanding the rules, it's a lot more streamlined than other sports, no doubt about it. We
3: got a phone call from the great Commonwealth of Kentucky. David wants to talk to Brian Noe and Andy Furman of Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Dave. How are you?
6: Hey, how are you guys this morning?
3: Good. Hey,
6: Andy, you just can't admit that you didn't know about Blake Griffin, can you? You just can't let it go, can you? You've ducked your about- waved all morning over that. But anyway, moving on. Wait, I'm Tom, I
3: didn't know about what? I, 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 you're not coming in. About who?
6: I said uh, the Blake Griffin story.
3: Yeah, I got I got famished. I got famished over there. I did. Yeah, I, I forgot it. that he. I he forgot was that he funny played for fin- the
6: first going on.
3: You know,
6: I, I forgot thought, that hey, he... this is going to be great. He's going to admit it, but then you couldn't let it go. You had to actually just keep going on that. No, I knew what I was talking about. So anyway, yeah. has yeah. anybody put any thought into Tiger Woods ten years ago was uh, on the same thing that Bonds and them were in baseball?
7: No, you think he's doing the juice the same way? I mean, Absolutely. Like, it's, you, Absolutely. Ne- you never know. You never well, you know. the day and age with PEDs. He went it's, to that same always... doctor
3: in Toronto. Now, you're making a good point. Too. He went to that doctor in Toronto that was uh, found guilty. Plus, you know, the body started breaking down, and they say that that happens when you take that. The body was minute. breaking. When when Bonds was on that, you know, they interviewed him. And people were saying, well, he just keeps more power. They said, no, y'all don't
6: understand. He sees the ball, looks bigger to him. It moved slower coming to him. And remember how focused Tiger used to be when he hit some shots from 30 yards? It's like he could see the hole in every angle of the green. He was so focused at the, during those times. But anyway, I'm going to get off here and listen. I do enjoy y'all. You know, it,
7: yeah, it's, fun, it's funny. To pre- I'll just say it. this yeah. real quickly, though, Andy. Real fast. Yeah. It's just in this day and age, you can't say with one hundred percent certainty that a certain athlete, no chance, no how, is taking something that he shouldn't. I, be and taking. I wouldn't. And I wouldn't say it right. because it's wrong. You know, it, it, it's but, it's but a stupid thing. But you could sit here all day and say, "How about this guy? How about that guy? Maybe right. this I'm guy's on the juice." Yeah, sure, <laughs> but unless you have any type of proof. You're just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what might stick. Right. right? You can thing. do that it's with anybody.
3: Say. There's no doubt, but I will say this. My, my whole philosophy has changed upon that juice thing because you're right. If a guy has a great year in baseball and he's basically a 230 hitter, you can say, what if, is he doing it? I will say this much. My, my thing has changed because if anybody takes that – Uh, You still have to have the God-given ability and the skill set to get the job done. If Tiger Woods did, let's say, just say he did, he still was the greatest golfer on earth. And I don't care. I I don't know how that could have helped him that much. Because take any other golfer on the planet, taking what he allegedly said he took,
7: couldn't golf like Tiger Woods. Just couldn't do it. I don't completely buy it, Andy, because the caller used Barry Bonds, for instance. Barry Bonds. He was a Hall of Famer before no doubt. he started using the, no doubt the junk, about it. Right? right? But he never hit 73 home runs in one season. So let's not act like it didn't do anything right, but to I'm assist saying that, him.
3: I'm just saying another guy who's playing Major League Baseball who averages eight home runs a year would not take the juice and end up hitting 73 home runs a year. Not going to happen. Fine.
7: I got you. I got you. But it's not only the God-given ability, the hard work, and all that stuff. Like The PEDs – and depending on the sport, it could have a dramatic effect. Look we'll get you on back to playing results faster. are.
3: If you're injured, yeah. you get back in the lineup. Oh faster. gosh, yeah,
7: yeah. <laughs> That's why I never understood the Andy Pettit rationale, where it's like I didn't do this for a competitive advantage. I just did it to for healing purposes. Yeah, get back in the rotation. At yeah. Much more rapid rate than the dude that's not using smack. Right? That was ridiculous. But there are so many benefits to it, where. They say your eyesight is improved. You think that's helpful as a baseball player? Of course. High-end coordination.
3: There's no doubt about that. You know, you're speaking about uh, people getting back and getting back into action quicker. What about Steve Spurrier? He's going to coach Orlando in this Alliance of American Football. I was shocked. (laughs) I mean, certainly it's a big name, and it's going to get some credibility to this alliance, and they start playing in February of 2019 right after the Super Bowl is it going to help? Is it not going to help? I think that the fact that it's in Orlando and he's coaching there, it can't hurt. The guy's right. 73. I don't know what he's got left in the tank, but it's a big name. That's for sure.
7: Yeah, it's good for the league because, I mean, look, are you going to go out of your way to watch a game that Steve Spurrier is coaching in the Alliance of American Football? Probably not. Probably not. But will he say something in a post game press conference that gets That's on Sports Center, that gets right. some pub, that does he throw a visor? Yeah, he's a name. So anything, anything you can do to get attention that doesn't involve like a star athlete throwing a dolly through a glass bus, <laughs> right? Like a window. Right. It's good, so it's smart. Smart to get Spurrier on the sideline. But here's my question, though. I know he's coaching the Orlando
3: franchise, and I think that we announced this several weeks ago. There was like going to be eight cities in this league. Do we have mm-hmm. any idea what the other seven cities will be? And why is Orlando... I think it's will... going to be
7: uh, it's going to be Bismarck. We got to get Bismarck on Bismarck, the map, Bismarck, North Dakota. Right, we got right. that. Uh, let's get Rochester, New York, in the Cheyenne, fold. Wyoming. Right, we'll get them. Yeah. Um, let's go Hollywood, Florida. You know, just because it's the second-hand stepchild, right? We got to get some pub for Hollywood, Florida there. And then the four others, we can fill in the blanks from there. We'll figure it out. No, but I don't understand why
3: all of a sudden Orlando was announced in in concert with Steve Spurrier, and we don't know the other seven cities. I mean, mean, we had no idea Orlando was going to be a franchise. And now, unless Spurrier is going to be a, a, I I guess, It's kind of like the
7: NBA draft order. You know, they don't tell you the entire order right away. They go from 14 all the way up to 1, right? And we just find out each step of the way. That's the way they're doing it right But here.
3: you know you'll be watching the Alliance of American Football.
7: And so will I. I, I well,
3: February I 9th. What else is going little. on February 9th? Oh, wait a minute. I, That's championship week in college basketball, right? I don't know if it's that early. Uh, it's pretty early. Well, the Big early Ten for that. had their conference a week earlier this week. Yeah, this they they so.
7: space it out. You know, we might have like the Sun Belt that early in February or one of the the MIAC or something. You know what yeah. I mean? But uh, I mean, look, they probably announced it because of the roots of Steve Spurrier over there at University of Florida's. Where he made his name, you know, right. so it would make sense to mention, hey, Orlando, you're going to have Steve Spurrier and just get any type of publicity you possibly can. Yeah. I'll watch just to see for the heck of it. Cause of there's course not whole you will. a lot going on in February, but I can't tell you I'm going to be tuning in every single week. It might be very similar to the XFL where you watch and it's like, okay, I get it, and eh, I'm good without it. It would be very yeah. similar to that. No doubt about that. I'm, I am
3: see Johnny Manziel in that league. I mean, it's got to be better than the spring league he's playing in right now. I never heard of the spring league.
7: I never heard of that.
3: I have no idea well, what Well, he it did is.
7: say, real quick, Andy, real fast, yeah. he did say that he's like, I don't know where my football career is going to end up, but he said at least he's got his life squared away. And I really do hope that's the case. He didn't say that. Some attorney that wrote that for him. You know that. Well, it's Come true. On. It's Look, man, you could say with a guy who was – abusing drugs, alcohol, all that stuff, you got to root for him to at least get his oh, yeah. life. Right. right. Absolutely. I, I do. So do. if that's true and that continues, that's Good great. Good for him. Yeah. Brian right. no. Yeah. Andy Furman,
3: live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Get to us on Twitter. We do read them, and we retweet them. At the No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, 877 on Fox, 877 996 This is unreal. Really. He's sorry that he's sorry. We'll explain that next. He put another log on the fire. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 21 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian no I'm Andy Furman. By the way, you got to get to Hooters and try the new smoke wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many Hooters. And I tell you what, Brian no you could watch WrestleMania at Hooters. Direct TV it's only 69.95 Justin Vance told us that on Twitter.
7: Yeah man all these people they're tweeting us because I mentioned it's hard to find where the heck to buy it. You know I looked yesterday I just uh, put in the search WrestleMania and it was like it was telling me about something beyond WrestleMania and I'm like where the heck do I go to just buy WrestleMania? But we've been getting tweets where it's like, oh, you can stream it. It's $10 a month. You can do this. You can do that if you got your Roku. And I'm like, dude, how do you just buy this one thing if that's what you want to do? Well, you know what?
3: The fact that you brought up WrestleMania, that's okay. Because it's it involves, it's in the spectra of sports. And, you know, yeah. although it's, you know, we know who the winners are, it's choreographed, it's okay. But
7: what scares me the is. The injuries not- are real, though. And no, we got a no lot doubt. of people from, you know, like Gronk and we got athletes from the major sports that are going to be a part of WrestleMania. We see it every
3: single year. But what bothers me more than anything else is the amount of tweets that come from our listeners which tell me we have a lot of rubes out there. Really.
7: We have a lot well, of. Rube. But why? Why? Why do you automatically go there? Why is anybody who likes wrestling an idiot automatically? Why is that? Well, I the call them a rube. I mean, you call them an idiot. I mean, there's a difference. Well, I just you've think you that- called them idiots before. <laughs> I think you've they're double-digit
3: IQs, and I think that we're going to they-
7: have a very low uh, abundance of teeth. For yes. people who are in the crowd I'd WrestleMania? To, I'd be willing to <laughs> wager
3: with you that basically most wrestling fans do not have their 32 teeth. They don't have a full set you of teeth. You said
7: something about the collective IQ
3: of Double everybody digits. who's
7: watching WrestleMania. You've made Double. cracks all this, all along the way, and now you're going to just like backtrack on that? As if no, that's you haven't. the
3: perception. No, you're right. That, that, in my mind, anyway, that's
7: the perception of people who follow wrestling. why? That's the thing. Why? There's not one dude who's successful in business, smart, and is like, you know what? The heck with it. I'm going to watch Raw tonight. No one. Well, it maybe, doesn't exist. May, i
3: tell you what, though. I think there's a strong correlation between wrestler, WrestleMania fans and hockey fans. How so? How's that? I think they're the same kind of rubes. They enjoy fights. <laughs> really? <laughs> I really believe. No, look. I, I Remember one thing. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying that's the set
7: of people that follow that sport. That's all I it just is. don't get it. I really don't get it, Andy. If you take physical sports, MMA... Boxing, right? But I love boxing. You tell me there isn't someone who is uh, doesn't have the greatest IQ that loves boxing. Of course, there are some fans like that. Does that mean that's not the stigma though? That's not the reputation, right? Why is that the case? Why is it, oh, you follow pro wrestling, you're an automatic moron? Okay, here's the problem. But if you problem. follow I... MMA or boxing, well, you know what? You probably have a PhD. Why? Why? Okay. <laughs> I don't I, understand how that that's works. That's
3: me. And I'll tell you what, maybe it's wrong. Maybe I need to be smacked around a little bit because all I know is this. What I just did now is like walking in the street with a pair of new shoes and stepping in some poop. That's what I did because I found out through our executive producer, the best in the business, Robert Dasmani, that there are a lot of people here at Fox Sports Radio right. who follow wrestling. Ralph. Yeah. Jonas, Mike Mayer, and so many more. So now, not only did I say something stupid in their mind, I've made enemies. I've made yeah. enemies
7: with my co-workers. Yeah. It's bad. I, you know what? It just Andy, we're going to do a show where you just look at the positive side of any story we're talking about. Well, I don't, the positive, whole okay. Just, I, I don't have a positive show. Okay. I don't have a positive. No, you story can. You're you're very capable of looking at the positive side. Every now and then you'll uh I don't know, bring yeah. out the negative when it comes to pro wrestling or the masters or Well I'm gonna bring know. out a little negative right now because this guy okay. brought
3: it upon himself. Bob McNair. Remember Bob McNair, mm-hmm. the owner of the Houston Texans? He says now he regrets his apology for the inmates remark. Do you want to backtrack with this? You want to backtrack the whole thing because maybe I am too negative. I just think that Bob McNair right now uh, is is either having too much free time on his hands because he's just put another log on the fire, or he's forgetful, or worse
7: yet, he's just an old fool. Pick your, Pick right. your poison. One of those three, right? Help me out here. Well, I just think that it's one of these where it's one of two things in my mind, Andy. He either lacks foresight or... <laughs> He understands and yet still doesn't care. (laughs) And I, I think my guess is that he's lacking foresight right now because it makes no business sense whatsoever to say some of the things that he is saying. Where he's like, hey, maybe Jerry Richardson, current owner of the Carolina Panthers, who's selling the franchise, because he made a number of inappropriate comments to co-workers... Maybe he's just kidding around. you know. Like It's like, dude, how can you say that and right. not understand where that comment is going to end up getting you? It's the same thing with the inmates running the asylum. He came out when he made that stupid statement initially and tried to clarify. He apologized. And now he's going to say, well, the only thing I regret is apologizing. How do you lack the foresight to understand where that statement is going to end up? You had DeAndre Hopkins skip practice. He almost had a revolt last season, and now you're going to say the last – the only thing I regret is is taking it back and apologizing. Where do you think that's going to head? Well,
3: the the initial remark said he was referring were not players. People thought they were players. Now he said he wasn't referring to players, but the NFL executives with more control than the owners. So now not only did he tick off the players who were on his team and players within the league – but now he's ticking off his, his peers, NFL executives. Yeah, yeah, I mean, first of all, people forgot about it. When, when I read this the other day, I think it was in Thursday's Wall Street Journal. When I read this, it, oh my goodness, I forgot about that. It went away. It went away, right? right? And now he put another log on the fire. It, he started all over again. Let I it go. How does, does do people, does he have like a, a PR guide to tell him, look, Bob, go away? You know, have have a bottle of scotch in a
7: corner or something, really. He does, because his mouth's just getting him in trouble. He really needs to avoid microphones in general. If he sees a microphone, he should be like, well, no, thank you. It's really, it's like you just said, Andy. It would be like having a bad case of sunburn, and it finally clears up. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap in the Florida Keys for a day and a half. You know, it's like, (laughs) You just got out of that. And now you're going to go back to it. It was just, it's stupid. There's no explaining that. Yeah, no explaining that. Uh, So Andy Furman is, uh, we got a little technical issue with Andy, but uh, we'll get him back and running here in a little bit. Uh, This is the positive portion of the show. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Andy Furman's my guy. It might be negative from time to time with the Masters or Something like that. Um, But Ralph Irvin is with us. He's going to spin us around in the sports world right now. What's going on, Ralph? Well, we have, of course, the end of the NBA season coming,
4: and the Clippers are not going to the NBA playoffs. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Denver wins their fifth straight game, 134-115 over the Clippers, and Clippers is gone. First time that they're missing the playoffs since 2011. Uh, Oklahoma City, a 108-102 win over Houston. Russell Westbrook, Paul George Carmelo, Anthony combined for 70 of Oklahoma City's 108 points in the win. The Rockets, just their second loss in their last 15 games. Anthony Davis, 34 points, 12 rebounds as New Orleans beat Golden State 126-120. Milwaukee had all five starters in double figures. They beat the Knicks. 115-102. 115-102. Brooklyn a 124-96 win at Chicago, while San Antonio handed Portland their third straight loss, 116-105. Xavier Bogarts, Xander Bogarts, excuse me, six RBIs, including a grand slam, as Boston moved to 7-1 in the year with a 10-3 win over Tampa Bay. The Yankees beat Baltimore 8-3. Seattle hammered Minnesota 11-4, and Oakland a 7-3 win at the Angels. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And at the Masters, Patrick Reed has the lead, going into the final round in Augusta, Georgia. Rory McIlroy is three strokes back at 11 under par. Play will get underway in 90 minutes, just an hour and a half away from the first tee time while the final pairing We'll be teeing off in just over six hours from now. Back to you, gentlemen.
7: It's Brian No and Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We'll have Alex Barvez in just a minute here. On the program, Andy Furman. We'll catch up with him in a little bit. Just a few sort of technical issues to work out. But uh, Alex Marvez will be joining us from the sporting news. Uh, Also, our FS1 NFL guy. Plenty of stuff to get to with the NFL draft just right around the corner. And all of the rumors, the rumor mill is just nonstop right now. Or it's one ridiculous rumor after another. And probably the team with the most ridiculous rumors, I think it's the Patriots right now. Because you think about the rumors about Gronk possibly being traded. Will the Patriots move up to get Baker Mayfield? Are they going to use two first-rounders for Odell Beckham Jr.? I don't know if there are more ridiculous uh, rumors related to another team than the Patriots. I think they have the most right now. But we've got Alex Marvez... Joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, Alex, uh, would you agree with me? Is there a team that has worse rumors in terms of what they're going to do in the draft than the Patriots?
5: It's pretty close. I mean, you know, listen, because there is so much uncertainty around this franchise, right? And, and you know, people try to guess. You know, that every year they try to guess. And when Bill Belichick says, listen, the way we do things, we approach each year differently. And, and you know, he uses it in Bella Speak, so people tune it out. But he's absolutely right. I mean, Brian, entering last offseason, did we think that the Patriots would spend all that money on Stephon Gilmore? Did we think that they'd be as aggressive as they were adding veterans and trades and that they'd end up with only four draft picks? You know, the first one in the third round? No, it was very... Anti-New England-like compared to their history, but each year they evaluate where their team is at and what they need to do. And I think this year they really felt that they needed to add some youth. I think they feel confident that Malcolm Mitchell is going to come back, be a good player for them at wide receiver. You see them signing Jordan Matthews, someone whose career they're trying to resuscitate. They have Kevin Hogan, who's obviously been a really nice weapon for them. Julian Edelman's coming back, so you know they they address positions in different ways. But I, I think the one thing we can we can look at though here with the Patriots, you know, two first-round picks gives them some flexibility to move up and down, which is what they absolutely love, accumulate more picks for the future, but also give them a shot at developmental quarterback, give them a shot at a developmental tight end. And when I say developmental tight end, we know that Rob Gronkowski's NFL career probably ending sooner rather than later. I think they have to put themselves in position with a pick in this draft to develop someone. So if Rob Gronkowski calls it a career, I don't think it's going to be this year, Brian. I think it's going to probably be the following season. If it needs then, or maybe the Patriots themselves move on. Well, then at that point they'll have someone at least waiting in the wings right now. They got nothing.
7: Yeah, and you look at Odell Beckham Jr., there were uh, reports that the the asking price of two first-round picks, one of the prominent NFL team NFC teams, might have been the Rams, could have been the the 49ers that are trying to get back to prominence. They said uh no thank you, a little too steep. If that's true, can you see what's the next greatest price tag? that you could see the Giants settling? Could you see a 1 and a 2, a 1 and a 3 for Odell Beckham Jr.? How much would the Giants come down and still make this trade go through in your mind?
5: I I think a 1 and a 3 is where they would go to ultimately, the Percy Harvin price. And look, it's Mm -hmm. terrible to have to give up on a player like Odell Beckham Jr., if that's the case, right? I mean, and then you as an organization, when you look at yourself, you failed. You know why? Because you you didn't help the player. Along the way, you didn't groom him. You didn't have good influences around him. You helped put yourself in this spot, and I think that it's already cost some people their jobs in terms of what you saw from Ben McAdoo, what you saw from Jerry Reese, and even what you saw from you know I don't want to say Brandon Marshall failed, but they signed him largely because he was supposed to be this positive influence on Odell Beckham Jr. Where is all that, by the way? You know, no one talks about that, right? Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's funny how that is, but he was supposed to be the mentor that Victor Cruz wasn't. Oh, and by the way, it cost Victor Cruz his job as well, him getting released after that trip down uh, on the boat trip. They took before the playoff game. I put all this in perspective. Look, Odell Beckham Jr. is a wonderful talent. When he is healthy, he is absolutely ridiculous. He's one of the few players in the league that, that literally can score a touchdown anytime the football is in his hands. And that's not hyperbole with him. He's great. But at some point the Giants have to say enough is enough and, you know, figure out, okay, is the team willing to give us this one and three? Can we find another wide receiver to help replace the production of an Odell Beckham Jr.? And, you know, is this, is this, you know are we putting Eli Manning in a position? Where we're able to succeed, and I think what you see here is a trickle down effect in this 2018 NFL draft class at wide receiver, Brian. When you see a team like the Los Angeles Rams, you know they trade for a, a Brandon Cooks, and Brandon is a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but first round caliber player, not normally in my mind. That being, especially at 23. That being said, they looked at this wide receiver class and were like, "blah." You know, they just weren't all that fired up about it. Not a lot of teams are. Thus, they make the move. You know, to trade a first-round pick for Brandon Cooks. You know, I, d- I think that that trade actually hurt the Giants more than anything else because teams that would have been interested in getting a wide receiver. You know, who again last year the rookie contract, but I think Brandon Cooks would have been. You know, uh, wouldn't wouldn't have been. I'm sorry, let me take that back. Odell Beckham Jr. would have been even more appealing had Brandon Cooks not been out there. Now the Rams fill in their receiver spot, and all of a sudden you're wondering, can this this team really trade Odell Beckham Jr. to a club that's ready to sign him to a long-term deal because you don't want to play with fire with a franchise tag or the kid not showing up?
3: Sheik, how you doing? I miss you, Sheik. What's going on?
5: Andy, good to hear you back plugged in. Very good. I am doing okay. Mazel, mazel.
3: I want to give you a little bit of a prop over here because you had a big spread in the sporting news and you wrote about how the lowering of the helmet ban can change the game of football. Explain to me because I'm not that smart. How is that going to change the game of football?
5: Well, that's what we're all wondering because, you know, this rule passes. No one really understands it. We know it comes from Roger Goodell. And if Roger Goodell wants a rules change, well, guess what? almost certainly it's going to happen. Okay, we saw it with the changing of the catch rule. We saw it with the changing of the overtime rules. We saw it with the changing of the extra point. And now because of concussion litigations and just, you know, know, the ongoing number of head injuries, the amount of concussions on the rise from helmet to helmet contact after three years, and they're starting to get some data that would allow them to make some definitive decisions in the league, well, they said that's not going to work, so they need to find a way to, to reduce helmet to helmet contact, and I think that 's one of the things that is you know leading with the helmet that's what you know it 's so vague because it 's not written in the rules right now. it just says leading with the helmet, and oh we 'll worry about the details later well, that 's where the devil's going to be right and we 'll find that out a little bit more as the May meetings come along. but you know they, what they want to eliminate those hits, like maybe like what a Barry Church did uh, to to Rob gronkowski You know, he went a little bit high. You could say, oh, well, the collision was inadvertent. But you know what? Still, you're talking helmet to helmet and a guy getting knocked out of a game, especially a star player like Rob Gronkowski. That's bad business for the NFL. It's bad business among their current players. It's bad business for youth football when you're trying to convince parents that football is a safe game to play. Thus, we have this legislation. In But, Andy, no one really knows what this means yet. We're all waiting to find out.
7: Mm -hmm. Alex, in terms of the Rams... They don't have a first-round pick because of the Brandon Cooks trade, which you just detailed, and they don't have a second-round pick because of the Sammy Watkins deal. So, I know it's before the draft, and we got to see how the other teams do and if they're able to upgrade their rosters, but as we stand right here right now, knowing that the Rams don't have a first or a second-round pick, what do you think their ceiling is for this upcoming season?
5: Well, I mean, they think it's sky-high. They think they're ready to to win a championship, obviously, and they put themselves in position, you know, to to make their type of run. Now, you know, there are some concerns that I have about this Rams team, some roster deficiencies, you know, such as the offensive line. If there's an injury there, who do we have as backups that impress you? Right now, it's a really shaky group. Uh, You know, you look at the the positions that that were traded away, and Alec Ogletree or Robert Quinn, two guys who – have new homes because, well, they just weren't, you know, to the Rams. They needed to create salary cap space, and, and they move on. So who's going to be, a you know, their best linebacker inside? You know, where Ogletree wasn't necessarily the best fit in a 3-4, you know, a lot of people think that he might be better for a 4-3, but he's the best line, Giants linebacker we've had since Antonio Pierce now that he's been traded there. Who's, you know, Samuel Ekuban? Is he going to be able to step up the fourth-round pick from last year and replace Robert Quinn? How are they going to be able to pressure the quarterback? That's another consideration that this Rams team has. You know, what I wonder, too, is this, guys. Michael Brocker set to make a lot of money for this Rams team. You just signed Indonik and Sue. Can you add another defensive tackle or a defensive end-type player at a lower price and then trade Michael Brocker's potentially for a second-round pick? I, don't, I think he would go for more than a third, but that's just me. And then, again, add one of those picks. But it's a Rams roster that's been ever-changing. It's been fun to watch. I mean, look, they're, they're definitely not boring. This isn't Jeff Fisher's Rams. This is a team that should be really exciting to watch again in 2018 if – they can get all these egos, all these other guys who want to get paid, all these characters under one roof, pulling in one direction. That's a big challenge for Sean McVay, because there's quite a lot of colorful characters in that locker room now.
3: The only thing exciting around here is you, Alex Marvez, and we miss you dearly. And I tell you what, I can't wait for next week to talk to you again.
5: Alex Marvez,
3: from the Sporting News, the Fox Sports Radio, NFL insider and expert. That's what you are. We love you to death. Thank
5: you. Thank you so much, guys. Be good.
3: Okay. Have a good week. By the way, you could get us on Twitter at the No Show and a We Show at Andy Furman FSR eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox 877 eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Nose picks around the bend, so much more, but they just can't get it right. That's next. Nose picks coming right up. It's about thirteen minutes before the top of the hour. Brian, no, Andy Furman. Of course, we're proudly brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. granger has got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. By the way, they get it done. Who are they? I'm talking about Dan Byer and Michael Harmon. They'll be at the top of the hour on your iHeartRadio app or Sirius XM83 or on many of these same, stain, same stations here on the Fox Sports Radio Network. But right now, my guy, Brian Noah, knows picks.
7: Are you ready for it
6: Here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. Everything you got. Everything you got. Everything you got. And now the time has come for nose picks.
7: <laughs> Alright, Andy Furman. Gonna be a little daring today with nose picks. Yes. We're looking at plus money for a couple of these selections here, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the masters. Odds to win. I'm going with Rory McElroy. He's at good, plus cool. one seventy-five right now. Okay? So I think Rory, he completes the career grand slam, gets it done at the Masters. I'm gonna go with him to somehow take down Patrick Reed and the rest of the field. Plus one seventy five. Give me Roar. All
3: right.
7: I'm looking like at it. I'm looking at some baseball here. A little more daring, plus money. I'm looking at my St. Louis Cardinals. I'm going back to the well again. My guy, Luke Weaver, for the second straight Sunday. I took him last week. He did me proud. I'm taking him again today. He's at home. He's facing the Arizona Diamondbacks. We're going spread here. We're going run line, minus one and a half. Cards have to win by at least two runs. The payout is plus 140. So we're looking at that plus money. We're getting a little bit greedy here, Andy. But we're letting our hair down. We're going with uh, crazy stakes. Okay? And the last pick... Yes. This line stinks to me. I'm going to take the over in the Mavs Sixers game. The total is 215 and a half. Seems very high, but the Sixers, they're Even world beaters right up. now. Yeah. Yeah. They're putting up points. Dallas defense is exactly locked down. So I'm going to take the over in this game. Over in the Sixers That's game. That's a good
3: call because the Mavs are tanking anyway.
7: Yeah, two fifteen and a half. But that could work against you because they uh they might not score points, you know. All right, he's the So man. there you go. There's your trio, Andy. Your trio you so is much. Rory McElroy plus one seventy five, cards the run line plus one forty, and the over in the Sixers game two fifteen and a half. There you yeah. go. He's my man Brian Noam, Andy For By the way, we're live from the
3: Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, but now let's go your way. Go your own way. Well, yeah, let's do it.
7: So what is this thing, Andy? What are we doing here? What's Well, this, you know uh... what?
3: This is like to get things off your chest. Go your own way. Get it off your chest. And you know what happened this week? The baseball season started. You know, and so much was going on and kind of got lost. But but the men in charge of baseball, in my mind, got it all wrong. They forgot about the weather. When the St. Louis, your St. Louis Cardinals, when they hosted Arizona this week in bitter cold weather, I said, why wasn't that game played in Arizona? Think about it. Get this, I did some research, not a hell of a lot of research, but I did some. There are 11, count them, 11 warm-weather teams open up with these teams, Tampa, Houston, the Angels, Oakland, Texas, Atlanta, Miami, Arizona, the Giants, Dodgers, and Padres open up in their cities, and there are seven domed stadiums, Toronto, Arizona, Seattle, Milwaukee, Houston, Miami, and Tampa. I watched the uh, the, uh, Cincinnati Reds play the Pittsburgh Pirates on Friday night There must have been like eight people in the stands and the ones that were they were bundled up. It doesn't do any good for the players. It doesn't do any good for injury factors. And certainly doesn't do any good at all for the fans or lack thereof who want to be spectators in the stands.
7: I hear you. It's true. I don't know why you would schedule games in blizzards, but (laughs) especially if you have a warm weather alternative, but baseball insists on doing it. It's stupid. Uh, I'm going to go my own way. A couple of things here real quickly. Iowa Sam is down on the rapper Cardi B, just in general. Why? I think Why? that's obnoxious. I don't know. He just doesn't care for her lyrics. He doesn't care for her content. I think she was on He's just not night a fan of Cardi night. B. It's outrageous. Um, yeah. And he loves LaCroix, which is also outrageous. Two things I'm down on Iowa Sam for. The other thing I'm going to go my own way on. Put it away. Put it away. I heard Jonas Knox, my guy, Jonas Knox talking about the Patriots before our show started. And I just yep. have to mention this because he's talking yes. about the AFC East, which stinks outside of the Patriots. And I get all of that. I'm not here to say that it's a world beater division, but the problem that comes into a, to play here is why don't other teams get crushed for similar situations? The Patriots, they went five and one in the AFC East last season. Nice. You know who else went 5-1 and one in their division? The Titans, the Cowboys, and the Lions. The only playoff team was the Titans right there. And they played in the same division as the Colts, who were decrepit without Andrew Luck, and the Texans, who also won four games... Because Deshaun Watson missed half the season, you tell me that was a tough division. Yeah, I Who hear you are trying the to prove Titans for being five yeah. and one in that bad division. Yeah, I hear what no you are trying to
3: prove, but the Titans five and one they'll do that like every light year.
7: You know, what I'm saying like Haley's comet. <laughs> That's fine. Every ninety nine years, fine. Where, the, where the Patriots do it on a yearly basis. But the thing is, real quickly, Andy, you got these ten games outside of your division that the Patriots still crush. So it's just a bad argument, man. Well,
3: you know what? Nice try, but I don't think you got anything on that. But hey, look, have a great day. I'll see you next week. Stay tuned for Harmon and Byer on Fox.